0: Welcome to the latest episode of Video Game Choo Choo's anime podcast, Choo Unlimited Unlimited Trainworks.
1: Still a really good name. Uh-huh.
0: It's the best possible <laughs> name. I am so glad that we all came up with it. It's so good. Um, I'm your host, John, and with me as always... ...are my two lovely guests... ...or co-hosts, I apologize. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I apologize. That's all we I, are to you. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I guess we got demanded. No, oh my you're god. my co-host. Who came up with
2: this fucking idea? <laughs> you're my co-host. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm deeply sorry. No. Uh-huh. My co-hosts... Thank you. My e- My equals, yeah. okay? My lovely equals... <laughs> <laughs> real ally <here. laughs>
3: I respect women <laughs> oh.
0: Trixie and Rose, Trixie, how are you tonight
1: hi i am I am pretty good. I watched way more anime than I thought I could get through today.
0: well, you know what uh, that's that's a good thing around these parts, or you know as long as you're having fun with it, you know
1: yeah, I would say I had a positive amount of uh fun as opposed to a negative.
0: A positive amount of fun, <laughs>
1: yeah. You know my funs in the greens. <laughs> All right, then, negative. Yeah, okay.
2: negative fun is like when you play near or something. <laughs> <Okay. you know. laughs>
1: I get
0: you. I get you. Rose, how about you? How are you doing?
2: I I'm pretty good. I just made some curry, very you know anime centric uh, meal. Did you Did you
0: go Mas and you ate it? And
2: not yet, but I could very well do that. Itadakimasu. Mas.
0: All right, there you go. There you your go. anime
2: congratulations.
0: Um, well, I think we should get right to it. Um, it's been a whole month since people have listened to the last episode. And you and I all know that everyone is very excited to hear us talk about the anime that we assigned as anime homework to everyone last month. Um, so we all watched Space Dandy. Um he's a dandy guy in space, oh, he most certainly is, and uh he travels planet after planet on the hunt for aliens uh we're not gonna do the whole intro there. I'm gonna stop myself there but um <laughs> so yeah, space dandy was a show that I watched uh when it premiered back in twenty fourteen on tanami same, and I was a huge, huge fan of it, like it was one of my it it's was one of my favorite animes ever. It still is, but, um, on this rewatch, I definitely, as I've matured a little bit, as my tastes have matured, I definitely have some feelings about some of the things in the show that I think we could discuss, but I still feel very, very positive about it overall. Um, I'm curious to hear what you two think about it, and, um, we didn't necessarily get any, uh, any, um, any thoughts from our listeners. We got a question about the show, but, um, I, 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 th- I think I'll, I'll officially say I'm, I must've forgotten to ask for them, uh, last time. So <laughs> that's my bad, but for our next show, feel free to send in your takes, your reactions to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cause we'd love to talk about them. We'd love to hear it. Um, so how about I start with you, Rose? Uh, cause you said sure. that you had also previously watched the show. Yeah, how did you feel about it?
2: So, uh, similar to you, I enjoyed it a lot when it aired. Um, that was very much an era where I was like, "Oh, I love Cowboy Bebop. I love Samurai Champloo. Uh, I'm gonna like what this director, whose name is escaping me at this very moment."
0: Uh, Sh- Shinshiro Watanabe. Shinshiro Watanabe. Yes, yeah.
2: uh, that's exactly it. Um, I I I enjoy what he's made before, and I enjoyed that as well because I thought that it works um, a lot as a great like satirical work. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of senses, um, and I still feel that way. I think that in a lot of, of the episodes, I think it does a great job of parodying and like making fun out of, uh, a lot of tropey scenarios Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, but definitely on this rewatch, um, a lot of things in life have changed and I've become more aware of certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that it has a bit of an over-reliance on sexuality. Yeah. Uh, And not just, like, in a jokey sense. Like, I think it has sort of, like, the problem that you run into with a lot of satire works where you can make fun of the thing, but you're still doing the thing. Exactly, yeah. Like,
0: it is It is very much trying to position Dandy in a light of, oh, he's he's an idiot, he shouldn't be doing these things, but it's like still every female character is big ass big tits every yeah every every, every
2: single one he gets like. he
0: gets away with doing a lot of like like the show posits it as a negative but at the same time he's still getting away with doing a lot of things and it's yeah. just like it's it's not enough it, it doesn't do enough i feel like to really show that it's
2: shitty absolutely
1: yeah i mean i guess the first episode did kind of set the tone uh Replacing hooters with boobies, like yeah, I knew where that was going.
0: Yeah, I mean, like it's it, it's 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 definitely
1: humorous, but
0: as they just keep going and going and going, it's like yeah, okay, yeah. that's that's a lot, that's enough, okay. And some something I something that they do, and if if I remember clearly, they do it in a later episode. Um, they do try to they try to bring. The, uh, the like main boobies, uh, waitress, uh, honey. They try to bring her in as like a, oh, she's like secretly really smart. And she actually is on top of things way more. And I've looked into the dub and the sub and it's, and it, it seems like they were leaning more into it in the Japanese version than in the English version from an earlier time. Like, um, in the first episode, uh, there's the part where Honey is, like, doing her whole, like, shtick where she's got to, like, talk up talk up to Dandy, and Dandy's being super oblivious, like, oh, she's totally into me, even though she's just doing what a waitress is supposed to do. Yeah, And she mentions – she, like, asks him what his job is, and he goes, oh, yeah, it starts with an A, why don't you guess? And she just kind of says something that starts with an A, but in the Japanese version, she asks him if he's an ass. <laughs> like
3: – Yeah, nice.
0: They – they they play with it a little bit more but i still don't know if it's enough because it's not obvious you know it's just like oh yeah no how am i supposed to know that she's really supposed to be this super intelligent can fix all this shit can is way better than dandy in every way because the show still takes the time to zoom in on her boobs jiggling whenever it ne- whenever it wants you know
2: yeah um and that i think when you look at like pretty much every single female character as well that's portrayed in the show is they're always in like a submissive role Mm -hmm. as well like i mean the secretary who runs the uh alien bounty place Mm -hmm. uh the uh the the book princess Uh, for example stuff like that yeah. yeah
0: yeah absolutely um scarlet yeah she's the receptionist lady yeah uh yeah, there's, there's a scene in the second episode where she, like, kicks the shit out of a bunch of assassins, and then she never does anything like that again.
2: Yep. Exactly, I
1: guess. So, uh, Which is super but, unfortunate, because I thought that was gonna be, like, at least she was gonna show up as a recurring, like, protag with everyone else, but no, she's just confined to... Yeah.
2: To
0: rolling her uh, th- eyes a dandy and being like, alright, pal, chill exactly. out, you know, yeah.
2: And it's a shame that they have to have that stupid quote unquote aspect where they take like, oh, well, this is how a stupid man would act around ladies, et cetera, et cetera. Cause mm-hmm. like when they do the rest of the stupid stuff, it works really well. I think like mm-hmm. I really like, for example, the chameleon episode. That one's fucking, I love that one. Yeah. I like the zombie episode.
0: Um, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> does the zombie, the zombie episode might be my favorite single episode of. Like, of that show, and it's one of my favorite single episodes of any anime ever. Like, it's super genius that they do a zombie outbreak story in the first half. And it's it's a neat zombie outbreak story to watch because they have all these different, like alien designs so you get to see like oh here's this big like hulking alien with a giant mouth and like it's like when it's normal it's pretty cool looking and then it turns into a zombie and like the jaws like hanging off and it's like all these different ways that they're all like decomposing it looks so cool and then the second half is just about the whole universe becoming zombified and everyone just dealing with it it's It's so good it
2: rolls yeah it's really really good and that's what i mean like those episodes are great because they take a trope and then they like go like okay well these characters are really fucking stupid and they're just like going with it like every time like in the chameleon episode i love how they're like oh we want to find a chameleon and then like the first half is just like qt becomes a fucking fisher and just starts like (laughs) fishing and shit like that like and then like they're so stupid like there's just this dude who's on their ship now and they're just like completely ignoring him and stuff like that like and they just keep falling for that those tricks too. Like at the end, where it's like they end up being so stupid, they trick the chameleon into being like <laughs> thinking he's just dandy. And it's like, <laughs> that's like so like that's so stupid, and it's good. And then like I think there are other episodes. Um, one I really like, which I know it's probably not intentional, but like the uh, episode with the dog, where it's like supposed to be, like, every single episode of a sci-fi thing, where it's like, oh, look at the sad dog story, and then the dog dies, you know? Mm -hmm. Isn't it so sad? But, like, they just keep laying on the ridiculousness of, like, there are little robots living inside the dog. Also, was the dog from the Sputnik program? Who knows? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, what is this? Like... Yeah,
0: they they, just, they they claim that the dog might be Leica, like, uh, and it's like that's that's yeah, pretty good.
2: It's just like out of nowhere
0: <laughs> with no
1: basis or anything. Yeah, it's so dumb, like the good kind of dumb.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, like, a lot – that when that show is really good, it's subverting those tropes or, like, working with those tropes, even, to just be really stupid and funny. And then it just, like, bum me out every single time where it's, like, then they keep going into, like, okay, now he's just going to be sexist or something. Mm-hmm. Like, now he's just going to make a joke about how much he loves boobs. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, even a way to do that without being so objectifying, I feel like, because, like – they always have to accompany that with like, oh, there's a bouncing pair of boobs. There's like an ass or something like that. Or here's an alien whose entire face is boobs. Like, yeah, ah.
0: like, 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 I, I, I feel like a good show to compare Space Dandy to. And this is, this is kind of weird, but I, like, I remember when I was watching it, I, 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 I got like really nostalgic because I used to watch Johnny Bravo a lot with my dad. Yeah, and I felt mm-hmm. like. Johnny Bra- like Johnny Bravo I don't know if it would have maybe gone further if it was a cartoon for adults perhaps but I definitely feel like like Space Dandy and Johnny Bravo are kind of in the same mold where it's very obviously supposed to be like oh they're fu- they're both idiots and the the reason why they're never going to get any attention from women is because of how they act but like Space Dandy so really revels in like it's it's like space dandy is basically like dandy can't get it but it's okay you can still see it and it's like
2: Yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah
0: like like no that's that's not you you can't have your cake and eat it too
2: you know you can't do that A lot of the show is also like obviously I think like the biggest inspiration for what they're trying to like spoof off of is cowboy bebop i imagine since you know watanabe made it Mm -hmm. and like they use the same terms like woolong same setup stuff like that but uh i do appreciate that it wasn't like that like it's it's yeah you um you mentioned the dog episode and there's specifically a part where a
0: fridge falls on the planet and that is the fridge that uh spikes pushes out of the spaceship in an episode of cowboy bebop yeah yeah so it's, it's happening. They're in the same universe for real. So yeah, that's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I like that it just, it isn't tied down by being that or whatever, or even similar to Cowboy Bebop in a lot of respects. I just, sometimes I wish it could be a little more similar
1: to Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, uh, that was the impression I got from it as well. It's, it's like, I feel like sometimes it kind of bit Cowboy Bebop style too much when it should have been more, like, inspired. Uh, I guess what I mean is, like, uh, episode five was my favorite for that particular reason.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I guess among the episodes, it's definitely, like, the most serious, or one of the more serious. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: that that's the episode where Dandy uh, is going to collect a bounty on a uh, an alien called a Gentuin, and it turns out to be a little girl, and he kind of becomes like a father figure to her. And yeah. it's it's a it's a really touching episode where he's he's, yeah. he's wrestling with like hey I I want to be the I I want to be the, the the jerk asshole who goes to boobies and is just a complete dickhead to everyone but here's this little girl and I I care about her in this legitimate way like I don't want to see her harmed and it's it's this really interesting like character study almost of this yeah. Dumbass character. It's really cool.
1: Exactly. It's super touching as well. And, uh, the humor in that episode works really good to balance out the more, uh, serious nature of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that, like, cause that felt like an episode of Cowboy Bebop to me the most of all the, uh, episodes. And I was hoping that the show would be more like that, but there's points where it just feels like Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. but sex jokes.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's a little hard to say, um, hmm. like exactly who like said, "Oh, hey, this is what you got to do" or whatever. Because there were a lot of different writers on here, and Tanami was also pretty pretty involved with it, yeah, um, with its creation, yeah. So you know, who knows? This this kind of feels like Tanami might, because Tanami I think said that they that they were working pretty closely with them. So maybe Tanami was like, "Hey, we want to do more Cowboy Bebop," but. We know that you're not going to do Cowboy Bebop. Let's do something that's kind of like Cowboy Bebop. And that's what they did. But I don't know. I guess they got their second chance with Fully Cooley as well. And th- I mean, that kind of didn't turn out well. I mean, I-, I definitely feel like Space Dandy, even though Space Dandy has its issues, I think Space Dandy is at least a very good show. And at least Fully Cooly 2, I haven't seen three yet. At least I feel like Fully Cooley 2 does not live up to Fully Cooley at all. So mm-hmm. That's that's its own uh, yeah. can of worms, there. I guess. Um, so I guess I'll uh, I'll ask about some other things. Um, I think the two things that I think are pretty much you can't really argue with it. I think, uh, and for good reason, is that I think Space Dandy has a gorgeous art style. I think some of yeah. some of those episodes are just fucking incredible. Um. Like the scene in episode six where Dandy is, uh, Dandy and Meow are surfing
1: on the space debris. That's
3: amazing. While that
1: fucking music plays over, which was incredible.
3: (laughs)
0: Which, I was going to say, that's the second thing. The mus- Space Dandy has one of the best OSTs in any anime ever.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I agree.
0: It absolutely does. It is The uh,
2: opening and ending is a great argument for both of those yes. uh, points that you make, because Viva Namida is fucking, I love it, and the art in the ending is like, oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah, so my favorite ending is uh, kicks in in season two, but it's very good. It's the Welcome to the X Dimension which mm-hmm. uh, you should definitely just look that that ending up because the visuals are really good, but also just the song is extremely fun and cute.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, Space Dandy has incredible music. I think Probably the best song on the OST, though, is Dandy in Love, which is the song that plays in uh, episode five, where uh, I think it, it plays when Dandy is out searching for her grandfather.
1: It's really good. Uh, the visuals, especially uh, in the opening and ending, like... Mm-hmm. even for opening and endings it was really good lots of love clearly yes i wasn't too big on the opening song but that it's so gorgeous to look at
0: yeah it's it's a really great show and it's it's just especially interesting because every episode is written by someone else like there are a couple of episodes that have you know, that have overlaps, but a good amount of them are just a bunch of different writers. Like, Watanabe wrote the first episode, but a bunch of other people wrote the other episodes. Like, yeah. I, uh, I it
1: was kind of, I think that's one of the reasons why I felt like the show had such a wild quality, mm-hmm. uh, range of quality. It's Cause some episodes are fantastic and some are just like the pits to get through.
0: So, were there which episodes did you specifically not enjoy? Perhaps I'll ask Uh, Trixie. Was that what what did you really not
1: like? Honestly, the first episode left a really bad impression on me. Mm -hmm. uh, For basically all the reasons uh, we all covered, also because of how they introduce Meow. I guess uh, as him just being a total creep, and then it's never brought up again. Yeah like it it literally doesn't even play into his character which confounded me more than if it would have
0: yeah they play they they play meow up as a complete scuzzball in the first episode but then like for the rest of the season he's just like a he's just a dweeb he's a he's he's a he and and he's nowhere near as bad as he is in the first episode yeah uh rose
2: were there any in particular that maybe you didn't like (sighs) um i don't like the time loop episode i think uh, I appreciate the gimmicks, but I, I think like, that might just be me speaking because I remembered almost all of it when I watched it again. Mm. And it was just sort of like, it felt like it dragged on, which I know it's supposed to, but, um, I think that's episode nine? It's ten. Maybe it's eleven. I think it's ten. Ten? Oh, ten. <laughs> right in between the ones I said. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, I found myself literally just looking at my phone almost the entire episode. <laughs> I don't even think there's a particular reason. I think it's, like, it was just sort of, like, I get it yeah. for me. Like, it was just, like, I get it, <clears throat> like, after a little, a certain point, and then it was just, like, I wanted it to be over. <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah. getcha. Uh, that episode does have my favorite joke in the entire season, though, uh, where they're so stupid and don't realize that it's just a loop, <sighs> <Yeah>. and the <laughs> narrator has to tell them. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke.
0: The narrator is maybe the best character on that show.
1: One of the best, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like him and QT are definitely two of yeah, the QT best. Yeah, QT is who yeah. I was going to say. But yeah, overall, I still think it's a really good show. Um, I think it's definitely worth revisiting. And uh, I think, I think, if if you if you did enjoy watching the first season, you should definitely watch the second season. It is more more of the same in a good way. Um I think they they play with a lot of stuff that's really interesting. Uh there's yeah. a musical episode later on in the in there. Hell yeah. It's uh it's it it gets really neat and it keeps going and the music is just as good, the visuals are just as good there's a there's a really good episode where uh dandy meets a bunch of other dandies that are uh in from alternate universes and one of them is just emo dandy and all he does is he just crouches over in a chair and goes i want to die and it's very good
2: i remember that yeah
0: <laughs> so i i highly recommend more space dandy but also yeah i'm glad that we were able to talk about it and you know talk about the good and the bad yeah it's all on adult swim for free uh so you can just watch that on your computer and it's all there. Um the, the dub cuz I feel like the dub is
1: is yeah. better. Shout out to that dub. It's uh even if we're comparing it to Cowboy Bebop, I think that dub is just as good as Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop's like everyone brought their A game, especially a uh, dandy.
0: Absolutely. Uh it's just really funny because uh <laughs> That same voice actor also plays Rashid in uh, Street Fighter Five, and he's just using his dandy voice <laughs> as Rashid.
2: <laughs> oh my god! So
0: he just sounds like Space Dandy, and it's very funny. Something else that I want to say is I really, really love the the designs of the uh, the environments and the the like spaceships. Yeah, like I love how the Aloha Oi looks. It's really cool looking. Um, I love that the uh, Golgo Empire uh, uh, Doctor Gell ship is just the Statue of Liberty's head with a ball gag mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, it's real strong.
2: <laughs> I love uh, all the bits with Doctor Gel are probably my favorite parts of the show. I think for me, mm-hmm. uh, I just like all of them with him and Perry and <laughs> fucking oh god, what's his name? The little man B B yeah <laughs> fucking B is <laughs> like such a like like I don't understand what B's mind is at at any given point <laughs> he's just a like, little man <laughs> my favorite joke i think is probably that time that he makes the fucking thing that can track dandy anywhere and dr Gill's like wow good job v and v's like yeah it also can do this and then he like scratches the record on this thing and it just goes like and then just like the face <laughs> of the ship opens up and a million oh, missiles God. fly out and then he B just goes guess this is what happens when you buy pre-owned goods. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: my god. It's just, like, so... (sighs) Their
1: chemistry is perfect.
2: Yeah, it's really, really good. Also how petty Perry is all the time. (laughs) Like, he's (laughs) just like, let's invade an entire planet that's a library because I have a book that's late or something (laughs) like that. Like, if I have to return it, I might as well. (laughs) Or like, oh great, got another claim, you idiot. You fucking... (laughs) The planet filed the claim on you blowing them up, <laughs> something like that
1: yes.
0: i i th- I think my favorite joke from the show is um again from the zombie episode when they find out that eating yogurt is better th- for them than eating raw meat because they're not rotting, they're fermenting <laughs> 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 It's so good,
1: God. <laughs> the back half of that entire episode really it's
0: it's fucking amazing it's so good the fucking zombie hunters like all like trying to kill dandy and just missing all it's <laughs> so
1: good i think that might be the most original zombie thing in the wild yeah. really mm-hmm. yeah i think so too. it's
0: it's <laughs> it's kind of depressing that 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 episode came out in 2014 and it's still probably the most original zombie take like <laughs> yeah. it's a little depressing
1: uh that episode also had a really good joke in its first half with the uh nurse telling Dandy to just uh press the button if uh Leon needs <laughs> help and he just slams the <laughs> button. Like yeah. that's a good example of uh
0: Danny being a horny idiot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but like in a good wa- like yeah. in a in a humorous way that isn't exploitative. Which exactly.
1: is like it's the whiplash comes like five seconds after when he's talking about how much he wants to like touch her. But and I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they it's... go a
0: little too far with it. Absolutely.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. And like, it, it that that's the thing I think is like that messes with the tone a bit is they just keep going with that and it doesn't even feel like it's a joke. It just feels like they're just going all the way in on this mm-hmm. for some reason.
1: Especially when they're capable, of, very clearly capable of writing like good jokes in that vein. Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Well, that's that. That's the uh, that's our uh, little <laughs> conversation about Space Dandy season one.
1: Yeah, uh, i it, I recommend it. I recommend it as
0: well. Still, all right. Well, there you go. It's all thumbs up from all of us, I suppose. Um, so uh, should we should we announce the next show now, or should we wait until the end of the episode? Let,
1: let's wait until the end of the episode so okay. people remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give them something to look forward to.
0: All right, all right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think now we'll just move on to us talking about the shows that we watched from between now and last episode. Uh, so <laughs> this one might be a hefty episode because in between this episode and last one was the, uh, the beginning of the new season of anime. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I feel like we all kind of dipped our toes into a lot of shows. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of run down this list. We wrote down like the list of shows that we wanted to talk about, and um, they're not all uh, they're not all new shows. But let's just go ahead. Um, to start off, uh, let's start off a little basic here. Um, I feel like, I definitely know that you watched it too, Rose. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if you watched it Trixie, but uh the um that time that I was reincarnated as a slime show
1: mm. I watched the first episode but I couldn't okay. get into it too much
0: okay um I was a little I wouldn't say cautious but I was a little like eh, I don't know we'll see where this goes uh after the first episode but I ended up kind of digging it. By the yeah. end of the when, once I I um I've watched the first three episodes um so far, and I I ended up kind of digging it just because the main character is just so nice like he's just very yeah. refreshingly kind and it's cute. Um, the show's premise is that a pretty standard dude who's like in his mid thirties I want to say, uh, gets stabbed and as he's dying his he like like a bunch of stuff races through his head and all the stuff that races through his head like get translated into special abilities and he gets transferred into he goes isekai mode and gets transferred into another world and he turns into a little slime creature but he has the ability to if he um if he absorbs something he gets its power so it's it seems really overpowered and it is like he's a very overpowered character But, very quickly, he decides that he just wants to use his powers to help people. He exits, uh, he meets a dragon in the cave that he spawns in, and almost immediately he's just like, Yo, uh, do you want to be friends? Like, can we be cool? (laughs) And he uses his abilities to, like, absorb the dragon, because the dragon is down in the cave because he's stuck in, like, a magic spell that keeps you trapped in there. So he's like, I'm gonna absorb you so I can take you outside and then maybe we can figure out how to break the spell so you can be free and we can all be friends. So he's incredibly powerful now because he absorbed the dragon and you've, like, leveled up a bunch or something. And so then he helps out a town of goblins and he helps out them and he helps out some wolves and he just helps out a bunch of different people or not really people, a bunch of different monsters. And he's just really nice about it. And it's just really refreshing how nice he is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um I've been watching a lot of isekai shows. Uh it's my roommate's favorite genre. Oh boy. Uh, I've watched like Konosuba, etcetera, and other bunch of other stuff. This might be my favorite one so far. Uh based on what I know about stuff that happens later as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. like you said, it is very refreshing how nice he is because a lot of the times with the isekai protagonists, they're, they're loners or they're like frumpy or something like that. Or they're they They have some sort of ulterior motive, but he doesn't really have an ulterior motive. He just sort of just seems to be doing it because he wants to like help mm-hmm. people. Um, I think I really like how the fight with the wolves goes uh, in the third episode.
0: Yeah. Um I I will say we might get a little spoilery here and there but we're not going to go too crazy yeah, with it. No. Uh we'll mention stuff here and there but we definitely if if it's a show that we want you to watch yeah. we won't spoil the whole thing. If if it's a shitty show, we're just going to tell you what happens. Yeah, you don't have to. Okay, yeah. Um but you yeah, know i th- I, th- I think it's good i I do think that if you're absolutely opposed to Isekai, if you if you're if you yeah. wa- if you watched a shit ton of them or something like that and you're just sick of it, I would say you probably should still skip it, but I still think it's really cute and it's animated well and it has and it has a lot of cute little bits in it so I think it's yeah. I think it's worth a watch I-,
2: I like it especially because most of the conflicts so far have been solved. I've watched one more episode than you John uh, and I think that most of the conflicts are being solved through explanation rather than outright, like, violence and stuff like that. Like, there is some violence and stuff like that, but it, they just, like, take an ass, they take the time out of a fight to just explain an aspect of the world and they solve it through that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some bits about naming monsters and stuff like that that are pretty good, and I just really like the show. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite thing. Is the ending it's animation changes every single episode.
1: uh, that's cute.
2: Uh, to reflect the environment and also, like, flash scenes from that episode. And it's just really cute because it's just, like, the slime like, walking through whatever new city he's in or whatever and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I really like it a lot. Yeah. There's yeah, clearly I, I, a lot of care put into it.
0: Yeah. It's 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 a very cute show. So, I guess to kind of continue with the isekai conversation. Rose. Um, yeah. I think you're going to have to carry this one.
2: All right. You watched Sword Art Online Season 3. <laughs> and 2. I watched almost all of 2 now. Oh, boy. Um, so I I watched Sword Art Online 1 when it came out. I had fr- everyone, obviously, they're all, like all my nerd friends, uh, were like, oh, you got to watch Sword Art Online. Dude, you got to watch Sword Art Online. It's great. And then I watched the first three episodes of Sword Art Online, and I hated it. <laughs> um <laughs> I absolutely hated it. Uh, I was an MMO player even, so you'd think I would like it, but no, I hated it. Uh, I probably would still feel the same way about how uh, I see a lot of stuff in, uh, season one of Sort Out Online, but, uh, I decided, you know what? New one's coming out. I'm gonna watch the second one. Mm-hmm. I actually like the first half of the second one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I hear is that the second season's considered. Better ish than the first,
2: yeah. Be- Better ish, definitely. I think it's like it goes away from being like, oh no, Kirito is the chosen one. But they still like sort of lean into that and stuff in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, when do they not? So that's here's when they don't. Uh, half of the first half of that season, a good chunk of the time is spent on examining uh, Shinon, who is the mm-hmm. new character who's introduced. Uh, She plays, uh, Gun Gale Online, a gun MMO, and the reason she's playing it is because she has started to fetishize guns as a means to cope with her trauma of killing a man.
3: (laughs)
1: Okay.
2: And I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? Um... So, like, a good chunk of that scene is, like, her dealing with, like, when she leaves the game, and she keeps trying to, like, pick up a model gun and get used to it, and, like, try to get over her, like, problems, but, like, she just can't do it in real life, but in the game, she's, like, an expert sniper and stuff like that. Uh, and basically, this means of, like, creating a second persona for herself to deal with things. Mm. Um, and I, I really liked that, because I was like, I didn't expect this <laughs> at all. <laughs> Um, it's not like amazing or anything. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would say, like, it's not a fantastic portrayal of trauma or anything. But, uh, that taking up a good chunk of what that story is about while also having Kirito just being like this dumbass with a sword and a gun game is pretty good. It's pretty fun. But yeah, uh, then the second half of season two is not great. They go back to like fantasy MMO, and it's just Kirito being like, "I'm winning everything."
1: Some more of the same,
2: yeah. And all the girls going, "We love you, Kirito." Well, of course. <laughs> but uh yeah, that I did like the the Gun Gale Online stuff. It made me wish there was an actual gun MMO.
0: Is there really not one that uses guns a lot?
2: Destiny's the only one. Oh hmm. geez, yeah. And Destiny's like, you know, there's not like a grungy gun MMO. Mm. Yeah. You want like a grungy one.
3: Ugh.
2: I think Gungale's basically PUBG anyway, so I mean. I'm...
1: Yeah, from the Gungale anime, that's pretty much what I assumed.
2: Yeah, it's like, they well, they like hint to like, oh, yeah, you can do like monster hunting and stuff. And I was like, what? That sounds great. It's like, it's just on in a cave shooting a monster like 7,000 times with a sniper <laughs> rifle. And I was like, this is an MMO. This, oh, <laughs> like, I want to do that. Um, but yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed most of the first half of the season. Um uh, Then the third season, which just started, is really bizarre. I think you've mentioned this, John, but or maybe someone else did, but it's literally an isekai, like an actual one now, basically.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Where they inexplicably, Kirito doesn't know what happened. He's inside of a game world, but he can't get out. And he's the only one. And oh, wow. <laughs> it's so, like, just that, really. And, like, the, the one thing I will say is the animation, huge step up now. Because they obviously have a ton of money, because Sora Online. Oh, wow. But it's, like, because it's A1 Pictures making it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: And the animation is just, like, fantastic, honestly. Like, when they have, like, fights and when they have, like, big environmental shots, it's, like, really fluid. And, mm-hmm. like, it looks gorgeous, honestly, most of the time. Especially, like, when they put in, like, the computery elements and stuff like that. Um, that's really good. Uh, I think it had one of my favorite scenes in something <laughs> recently where uh, Kirito goes into this town and the, this man's at the gate and he's, like, a bully and he's making fun of Kirito's new boyfriend or whatever. And then... The the boy's like, oh, Kirito doesn't remember anything. And the guy goes, you don't even remember what your job was? Kirito goes, I think I was a swordsman. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy's like, all right, you think you're a swordsman? Try using the sword. Kirito picks up the sword and goes over to like a training dummy. And the guy's like laughing at him. And then Kirito does, like, a stupid fucking MMO skill move. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, where, like, there's, like, particle effects and stuff. And Kirito's like, whoa, particle effects. <laughs> and then the dude just starts crying. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's just like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Kirito. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm I thought sorry, that sir. was really funny. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, and then, like, he just, like, takes him to the church or something. He's like, I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Uh, so, I, I saw a screenshot that almost made me want to watch the show where someone posted a picture i think it was two pictures of like i think it was asana or something and she's looking at her phone and she's like wow i'm so glad i have this new app that monitors kirito's heartbeat and it's just like ah yes yeah,
2: shirotan's app <laughs> like
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh,
2: like do you know about how they have an ai daughter Yes, Here I do know that. All- yeah. Okay. That's still really weird, because there's just this little, like, tiny fairy flying around sometimes in season two of Sword Online going, like, Papa, I love you. And it's like, this is weird. <laughs> I don't know about this.
0: Did, did did they conceive that when he nut, like, three years worth of nut into
2: her? <laughs> 2.5 a- years it made a glopping okay. noise. Yeah, when uh, I glopped. And was that when that float- happened? Yeah, float endlessly. No, no, unfortunately. Damn. So they, they they basically all would say that.
0: Because <laughs> I, I was gonna say like if if it's all old like that, I probably wouldn't do anything.
2: It's all like, like <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. I almost, said, fucking, I, I almost said something
0: like, really gross.
2: <laughs> oh no! But, well, like let me let me just say like here's something that's really gross: Kirito and Asana. Are mm-hmm. literally like everyone has said this before. They are literally that couple at the high school reunion who's been together since high school who just generally is like, "Oh, I love you, f- smoochums, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, honey bear, and stuff like that, like He's all like, the oh, time." Shut up, Jesus. Yeah, that it's sucks. just like, oh, <laughs> it's really not. That sucks.
0: <laughs> well, that sounds like an that's experience. sort of <laughs> online. Yeah,
2: no more. That's enough. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, are you going to stick out the rest of the season?
2: Of uh, three, absolutely. My My roommate, like, sort of online. Uh, I'm going to watch it with her. Um, she has you prisoner. It's been fun, honestly, watching season three, like, as it airs. Like, it's just, like, that's 20 minutes. It's not, like, watching, in a, the, knowing I have to watch through an entire catalog. It's just sort of coming, you know?
1: Okay. I imagine that's it fun. helps that you're watching it with someone else as well.
2: Absolutely, so we can like, I can like say like that dude's crying. Oh my god! <laughs> like laugh about <laughs> it. Sort of, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it, absolutely. That's how I've been getting through a lot of some of the tougher animes. It's like right. it, a lot of stuff becomes better when you are watching it with someone.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bring up something that is uh that is really wild that I almost kind of enjoy the outlying bits about it more than the actual show itself. Um, let's talk about, I have to hold up my fingers to make sure I'm saying it enough times. S S S S Gridman. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that. Um, so I think the first thing that I want to bring up though, is that they keep sneaking shit into this show <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's really weird. Uh, so I guess to explain what it is, uh, SSSS Gridman is
1: <laughs> what a dumb name.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm a fucking in- inept child over here I have to like pause. <laughs>
3: Um
0: it's based on a kind of a kind of obscure uh not Toku. Um not Sentai either. I don't remember what the like term is for the like Ultraman style shows. Um but it is an Ultraman style show. It's it's owned by the same people that made Ultraman. Um, called Gridman that when it got brought over here, I don't remember the exact name of it, but the, the, when it got brought over to America, it was like space soldier special squad or something like that. And that's why it's called SSSS Gridman because it's making reference to both the English and the Japanese name of it, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool thing for them to do. Yeah. But it's a remake of an old live action show that their the Trigger is making as an anime. But the crazy thing is, is they keep sneaking shit into it that, like, has nothing to do with the rest of the show. Um, I found out recently that, uh, I guess someone who works for Trigger wrote, like, a short Yuri web manga, and the characters from that manga- (laughs) Color me shocked. (laughs) And the characters from that manga are just in that show.
1: (laughs) Really now? Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) They're, like, background
0: characters, but they're in it. Um... And maybe the craziest thing is pretty much all of the main characters in this show are based on designs from not just Transformers, but incredibly obscure Transformers that are based on an alternate universe version of Transformers where the <laughs> Autobots are evil and the Decepticons are good. Great. Like, they're ba- they're based on, like... Like, they're not just based on the toys. They're based on toys that were only sold at Transformers conventions.
2: Okay, so, like, have you ever seen the Kill a Kill documentary?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I have, I've, so.
2: Yeah. If you look at their fucking desks, this is completely, like, par for the course. Like, this makes complete sense. Like, if you look at fucking Susio's desk, the main animator for Kill a Kill and Logan and stuff like that. Dude fucking has, like, 30 Transformers.
0: Yeah, so... Like... <laughs> I I know... I am friends with some really crazy Transformers fans, and I talked to them about this, and apparently the Trigger has been, like, pitching a, not just a Transformers anime, but an anime of... It's called Broken Glass, is the, like, AU that this is, because Optimus Prime's, like truck form has a broken windshield so yeah <laughs> oh um, Transformers. i'm sorry so it's okay um so i guess they've been trying to make a broken glass anime for ages and everyone's thinking that this is them like trying to force it through because it's like oh see look all these people are talking about it now why don't we actually do it
1: i mean so <laughs> why haven't they actually just done it though like they'd have to get can. the rights
0: to it and i feel like that's such an obscure thing that they wouldn't want to go through with it like i bet if they were like yeah oh we want to do a transformer show they'd be like oh hell yeah but them them going like no we want to do a broken glass show we want to do this yeah, extremely like obscure
2: hasbro or whatever would be like fuck off
0: yeah exactly <laughs> And and a bunch of the characters are named after like I think one of the characters that like dies in one of the early episodes is, her last name is like Hasubaro or some shit like that like yeah. it's crazy like t- someone's name is like Takomi or something like t- like uh Tomi it's like all the different transformers companies it's so weird like it's not just it's not just references like every main character is a fucking transformer it's nuts <laughs>
2: Uh, well, listen. She might be a transformer, but I fucking love Evil Gamer Mash.
0: She's great. She's she's the best I character.
2: Her name is Akane, I think.
0: Yeah, she. Yeah, she's the villain, and and the funny thing is, is people found out that she was the villain because she, she's based <laughs> on Evil Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh.
2: Wild. She has,
0: like, she has the broken glass on her glasses.
1: Trigger's really going all in on this, huh?
0: They really are. It's so funny. Um, I've only seen the first two episodes of it. Um, the first episode honestly bored me a lot, and I was thinking about dropping it before all the Transformer stuff came up.
3: <laughs> uh, of course,
0: <laughs> but then I was like, I gotta see where this goes, and so I watched the second episode, and uh, that interested me a lot more. Once they like basically revealed the the villain and revealed how all that was going down, I, it became a lot more interesting after that. So I'll definitely keep watching it, even if the transformer stuff doesn't pay off, because it, it it does seem better. I, I would say I would say give it give it a shot, but also. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of standard though for that kind of story, but yeah. the, the fight scenes are cool.
1: Yeah. If you like mecha, anime in general, I mm-hmm. think you will like this. Uh, it's better than Frank so far. <laughs> High bar there.
0: <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say like stepping in dog shit and getting and like spraying your shoes off with uh with a hose and getting it all off that's better than frank's yeah because it's like oh well i don't have to throw these shoes out but i still stepped in dog shit but that's still better than frank's
2: prime minister shinzo abe really like abe really liked it
0: he's the only one
2: really he was <laughs> he really liked it um i i i i, I yeah, I didn't like the first episode. I liked the second episode as well. Um, I, I really like Samurai Caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think he's really fun. Yeah, this dude's my favorite character so far.
2: Same. Like, I really like Evil Mash, but like, this dude's just here.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about Akane. I mean, her being a villain is pretty cool, as is her, like, uh, really petty motives. I, yeah. But like, it feels so sudden. I- I don't know. Yeah, I feel like th-
2: we, we're we so early on that we won't know, like, how that pans out
1: yeah. until it does. Plus, it's only a 13-episode show, I think. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not too core. Oh. Mm. Okay.
2: As opposed to sort out Online, which is fucking four cores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, o- overall, I'm, I'm positive on it. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you need to watch this, but like, yeah, I'll watch it, maybe it'll end up being pretty good. I like the fights, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Look, it's not Promare, alright? We're all just waiting for Promare. Yeah, still waiting on that fucking shit. (laughs) 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 Uh,
2: uh.
0: Okay. Uh, Trixie, you say that you have been watching a lot of Fate stuff. Yep. You want to talk about that?
1: I've been watching a lot of Fate. Uh, In the past month, I watched uh, both seasons of Unlimited Blade Works. Jesus. Uh, I watched both seasons of Fate Zero. I watched Fate Apocrypha. Uh, I started the Heaven's Feel movie, but didn't finish that, though I should. Uh, I- I think I just got really suddenly into Fate without realizing, uh, Fate rules. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's what happened to me, too. Fate's- yeah, Fate's really good. Uh, it's- I mean, I figured I might as well watch it if our show's gonna be partly named after it. Uh Uh-huh. uh I wasn't expecting Fate to be as buck wild as it gets sometimes, though. Like, Fate Zero is written by Gen Urobushi. I think that's how his name's pronounced. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's, God, that dude's wild. Uh, <laughs>
2: It's, yeah. it certainly is written by him, is what I will say about Fate Zero.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Really dark and edgy, which I'm a sucker for.
2: Yeah, same. Uh how did you feel about Waver? Oh, I
1: love I love that boy. Yeah, good. Waver. John, have you
2: seen Fate Zero? I have not
0: watched any actual Fate stuff. I've just played Oh, wow. Well, except for Fate Cooking. I watched that and that's okay. cute. <laughs> but I kind of don't care enough. I don't know. That seems a little mean, but I don't know.
1: Waver. Waver's really good. Waver and Iskandar are like yep. the only true uh the only true characters in fate zero as far as i'm concerned <laughs> yeah it
2: sucks too because like from the outset you, t- you show me Iris veil and saber in a suit and i'm like whew, like just, just, alarm bells are ringing everywhere i'm cheering this is great and then it's just like no actually this is all about
1: kiritsugu <laughs> uh, and i'm like Ugh. i mean i i think he's a better protag than shiro you like again we we want to talk about high bars here like <laughs> i mean but sure yeah sure like sure is a whatever dude at least kira gets has like when they expanded on his background i think was when i connected to him uh he mm-hmm. didn't seem like a cookie cutter bland action protag i mean still not that b- much better but whatever it's i don't have much uh faith in the, uh, faith protags being interesting after watching three fate shows. <laughs> I
2: had a, I had a big problem with how they actually, like, I don't necessarily hate that Kiritsugu has an elaborate backstory. I just sort of hated how like those three episodes were like, just like we're cramming all of this misery in. And it's just like pretty much all women die. <laughs> Cause uh, I Rapucci. mean, that's
1: Suribuchi for you. Yeah. I mean, at least unlike, uh, Madoka, where only the women have a really shitty time, everyone in Fate Zero has a really shitty time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a step up. <laughs> it is, yeah.
2: I, I wish Kirei wasn't in it. I hate Kirei. <laughs> uh,
1: Kire is such a fucking shit
2: heel. <laughs> I hate when they fight him in the Batman Begins room or whatever, the fucking- like, <laughs> The Dark Knight room. Yeah, that was it, yeah. The fucking- literally, like, what? <laughs>
1: They're both wearing suits like Batman. It's just so stupid. Uh. I mean, if there's one thing that fate always is, it's a, uh, it's pretty like over the top. So yeah. I was, I was fine with that. Uh, I actually, I actually ended up liking Apocrypha more than the other shows, which uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who feels that way. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, there. Thank God. Uh, if. <laughs> Which sucks, because I think otherwise Apocrypha has some bad writing issues, but I still enjoyed it more, pretty much because of, like, uh, Jean and Astolfo and Mordred, uh, like, of course, a show with those characters, uh, is gonna be vastly enjoyable.
2: Yeah, I- I think the Mordred stuff is, like, probably my favorite Fate stuff, uh, the way that's all portrayed and everything, and I love Go a lot, uh, I think Sissigo's a really good character to have with Mordred. Like, mm. a dude who is going to be a good dad. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that's a character that Mordred needs.
1: He is such a good dad, too. Yeah,
2: like, he even gives Mordred smokes. That's amazing. I can't believe
1: that boy's smoking.
2: And it's terrible. I love how he just dies.
1: <laughs> just dies immediately. Smoking. <laughs> uh. Fuck. Mordred's good. I love Mordred's
2: him. really good. Um, also, uh, like you said, Astolfo. Uh, it's a fun story. I hated Astolfo, um, because all I saw was, like, you know, the highly sexualized art on Twitter and stuff like that, and I thought that was, like, all that Astolfo was.
1: They kind of play it up a bit in the first few episodes they're in.
2: Yeah, but, like, in the end, like, Astolfo actually has a character. <laughs> so it was, like, Oh, okay. I like Astolfo now, because, like, Astolfo's, like, funny. Astolfo's... A
1: a really good and well-written character, too. Like, not just comic relief, like I was expecting.
2: Yeah, like, they're a good comic relief character who is also, like, their own person and does their own things and stuff like that. Like, I I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Apocrypha also has uh, my favorite antagonist of the series that I've watched so far, The Other Shiro. Amaka <laughs> He, I mean, well, I did start really loving him until the story just stopped giving him background or character. Uh-huh. Which is weird, because they really build him up, like, a lot. And he just ends up being a bad guy at yep. the end. When he was so, like, I mean, for one, he's obviously better than Kire will ever be. <laughs> yeah but they they hand us like such good uh motives for him and all that we see is like 10 seconds of his history and some comments by jean and like that's it and then it's like
2: i'm going to kill everyone in the world and it's like okay well like
1: yeah like come on dude yeah i can't believe they got away with another shiro i yeah it's hmm. yeah whatever uh Super into Fate. I think my favorite character of all the Fate characters is, uh, Ren.
2: Yeah. I feel like most people end up saying that.
1: Yeah. Uh, it really helped that, uh, Unlimited Blade Works opened with Ren. Like, that's a good way to hook people into the show, as opposed to the, uh, 2006 anime, which I- that was my first Fate anime. Oh, And I dropped it, because it was Nightmare. But yeah, Ren's good. Most of the characters in Fate are good. I'm still stuck in Fate, Grand Order hell, though, so, like, I mean... Same. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm I, very interested to see the Babylonia anime and the Camelot movie uh, oh, when those fuck. come out. That's gonna be good. Uh, very excited for the Camelot movie in particular, because I think Camelot's the best Fate content in, yeah. in totality. But, yeah, I, I, Fate's really weird, because I really like Fate. I also don't like 80% of it. Yeah. In a weird sense. Like, uh, there's even, like, part. like I said, like, I like Apocrypha the most. I'm glad that you agree with me. This might be the first, like, a, a like, I'm probably the only person you know. You're the only person I know. <laughs> but I, I liked Apocrypha. I love the soundtrack. Um, God, the music in that show fucking rules. It's really good. I
1: like the stupid dubstep weapons. I think that it's really funny. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I. I mean, that's what first put me off of the show. Just yeah. that atrocious dubstep <laughs> audio so editing. Oh, we have a subwoofer, so uh, like
2: that might have added <laughs> to it. Probably, oh my it's God. just like it was like boom. Like a, I remember, our other roommate was like, "Are you destroying the house? What's happening?" Apocrypha has its issues, like, like I said, but like it being the best one and still being pretty flawed is like a some good summary of fate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like at its best, it's still gonna be pretty flawed. God, sounds like Monogatari. <laughs> Yeah, Oof, yeah. Good thing we have those as our uh, podcast uh, title. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you it's know. it's just
1: like us.
0: Rose, since we just talked about one show that had Jean d'Arc in it, how about you talk about the other show that has Jean d'Arc in it called Jean d'Arc?
2: Okay, so it's not just called Jean d'Arc, it's called, like, Ulysses and Jean d'Arc, or, like, The, uh, the, the Alchemist and Jean d'Arc, or something— it's it's a really weird fucking anime, is what I'm going to say. It's like the classic, like, oh, this is just a fantasy anime. It takes place in, like, 18th century France, mm. or whenever Britain was invading France. And uh, it's just about this dude who wanted to gain immortality, like, you know, an alchemist. And he has this weird little fairy. And then... He couldn't figure out how to do it for himself. So then he just, like, takes this little girl, Shonda Arc, and makes her into, like, a super murder machine. Uh-huh. God. It's so fucking weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the pace is just all over the place. It jump cuts constantly. It's just, like, a really weird show. <laughs> uh, the, the main character's name like, Mon Maronsi or something like that. Um and he's just, like, this weird dude in a wizard's hat, and he's just nothing, really, like a lot of male protagonists are. And then John d'Arc is so weird. She's just, like, a little girl this time, because, like, you know, Jean d'Arc's young, the actual Jean d'Arc was. Um. But they really play into her being young here. But she's, like, she has two personalities, one where she's just, like, Nice. And then Jeanne d'Arc Alter, basically, to use fate terms, where she's just like, I'm going to kill everyone. Uh, and then she just runs around killing everyone.
1: All right. And it's really weird. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> so wait, in this show, she's like not even the same, like, not even close to the same Jeanne d'Arc as- in- I don't know. She like lived with fairies
2: <laughs> in France in like a-, a nook. And then like all the fairies died.
1: And she was sad. Is is she not like religious? Is she just like no this killing machine? Apparently, yeah. God, they keep
2: saying like, "Oh, when you make someone immortal, they have to turn their back on the church." That's all they said, and I was like, "What church?" Okay. They just need to use
0: Jean d'Arc, because everyone in Japan is horny for Jean d'Arc, I guess. Everyone
2: fucking loves Jean d'Arc. It blows my mind, and this is such a weird anime. Like, we're we're just watching it, because every week I'm just like, what happened? What was that? It's so weird. (laughs) It's very strange. Not really a recommendation. I'm just talking about it. I need, like, vindication. Like, (laughs) help me. Is this anime real? (laughs) Am I imagining it? (laughs) Like, it's very strange. Hmm. Okay.
0: Let's talk about another big one here. Uh another uh elephant in the room here. Part 5 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has premiered. Hell yeah. Uh so I'm okay with it so far. It's more JoJo's. It's not really anything too interesting yet. Um I don't know. I don't know if I'm being too picky or something, but so far No, Part 5 is the worst part. I know so many people mm. that would argue with you with about that, but, you know. Those people are fools.
2: What's the worst part, then? Tell me what's the worst part of them five. I
0: feel like three. a lot of people think three is.
2: What? Well, three's, like, pretty bad, but, like, I would not say... Like, the only thing that's better about five than three is that it's, like, like, the end of part four is when Iraqis art started getting good, and five is just, it's good. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, three's, three's bad, but three's funny a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: 3 is just doofy, and the parts that are bad about 3, it's like, yeah, that sucked, but it won't be there next episode, you know? And and then the Dio fight is really good,
2: so, you know. Yeah, absolutely. My thing with Part 3 is that, like, when Star Platinum solves a problem, it's in a really stupid way that it's, like, not supposed to be able to, and I think that's funny. Whereas with Gold Experience, Gold Experience just solves everything.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's like part of the appeal to me is that Giorno can just do these stupid god mode powers with his dance and be totally like straight faced about it, uh while wanting yeah. to be a gang star. Like that shit rules to me. It's <laughs> I don't w- disagree. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah mm-hmm. it, it's more it's more like the tone that it's set up in. Like I feel like part three did a better job of. Yeah, like it, it was set up pretty serious, but it was it was serious in like a Fist of the North Star kind of way, where because this is definitely part three was still when JoJo's was pretty obviously trying to be a parody of Fist of the North Star, so it was just like yeah, here jo- like Jotaro's walking into a room and like someone's using an ice ability and Jotaro's just like yada yada. I'm going to have to punch really fast to raise the temperature of the room to <laughs> yeah, melt the ice. Like
2: full shit like that. But, yeah. then,
0: in, but then in part five, Jorno would walk into a room where a character had an ice ability and Jorno would just be like, I'm going to turn the ice into a flower and then that flower is going to turn out to be something that you're allergic to because while you weren't looking, I read your diary and found out that you're allergic to roses and now the roses are going to prick you. And it's just like, and it's just, it's a, it it yeah. goes a little too far, I think, in Giorno knowing everything.
1: That's... I, I get that. Although, like, I think what's sold, uh, this specific kind of, like, overpowered god mode stand for me was Giorno just, like, uh... The anime hasn't gone to this point, but it's when uh, Giorno meets the rest of uh, Passion mm-hmm. and uh, drinks a, a cup of piss and turns <laughs> his, what is it, teeth into jellyfish to absorb yeah. the piss, like... That rules. I love that. It's, (laughs) it's, it's not even the, like, last time that Giorno does something absolutely, like, dumb and stupid to solve some stupid problem and do it in such an overdramatic way. It's, that's why I love him.
0: I, I like that. It's, it's more, it's more when, okay, so to take an example from this past episode, um, this is a little spoilery, but I'll just, I'll just go ahead there's a part where G- when jorno's fighting bruno and jorno like it it's it's hard to explain because it, it's so like layered but jorno and bruno or bruno like replaces his arm with someone else's arm and jorno like makes a point to be like because if Jorno touches you with gold experience, then, like, your mind races faster than your body can handle. So, like, it's basically... Your mind is going super speed, but you're going in slow motion. So, like, you could just watch yourself get the shit beat out of you, basically, because you can't control your body. Um And so Bruno, with his... uh The zipper replaces his arm with someone else's arm. But Giorno's basically like, I knew you were going to do that. And I picked someone to switch arms with specifically because I knew that you would join my side if you saw that he was an underage kid and you looked at his arm and he was doing drugs. So now Uh you're going to join my side. And it's just like, it's, it's a little too much that he like just knows. And I don't know. Like it, it, like it, like Jotaro or even Josuke wouldn't go that far of like just knowing that kind of shit. And I think that's kind of why I liked them more as characters because like yeah, they're super powerful. They 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 just do all kinds of crazy shit. But they're still kind of human. Yeah they, and it's believable like it's like it's basically like yeah I would if if I had the superpower I feel like I would be a lot like Josuke or I'd be like yeah you know like I'm not just going to be able to walk into a room and figure shit out like I'd have to figure out how to use my power to do it but Giorno's just like he just walks into a room and he already
2: knows what's what he's got to do so you're right but also I feel like what works in this case with that is that Giorno is Dio's son like, he's supposed to be, like, he has the charisma of Dio, who was just sort of doing shit like that all the time.
0: I mean, he's got the charisma, which is why, like, I can believe that he brought Bruno over to his side immediately. But it's, like, still, if if he, if he just said, like, oh, no, don't worry, I know you're gonna join me, then that would make sense. But, like, the fact that he had to be, like, I knew that you would be against drugs, and it's, like... Do you, or not necessarily against drugs, but against kids doing drugs? It's like, how would he know that, you know? Well,
1: like, to be, f- to be fair, I think he figured that out in the middle of the fight with Bruno, when Bruno was looking down at that, uh, kid's body. Cause that was the first time that, uh, Bruno, uh, was we it? saw anything like that with Bruno. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too specific in this, but still, like, there, there are scenes like that where I feel like he's just kind of, too in control like like uh, there was another scene that i that i did like where like koichi like walks into his room and he's just like oh fuck Fuck. oh fuck like that was funny and like i wasn't even expecting that and like Jorno didn't expect that and that like humanized him a lot like i i just like these characters to be a lot more humanized like and that's why i like josuke the most because he is the most human jojo so far he is just he's just a teenage dude who's just hanging out and then he finds out that someone's killing people in his neighborhood and he's not going to stand for it and like that's cool i don't know maybe i am being a little too picky i'll probably i'm i'm still yeah. enjoying i'm still enjoying it i'm still going to keep watching it we're all on pulpo gang because we we stand for we stand for lgbtq rights so we're all in pulpo <laughs> uh-huh. gang but i'm i'm not I'm I'm not as into it as I was for a lot of the other parts. I would say so. I th- so I think far,
1: Iraqi is was just like trying bullshit out with writing part five. That's sure, how I yeah. feel. All right.
2: I'm excited to get to the girl character that is not is so bad that Iraqi had to apologize by making the entirety of part six about a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great.
3: Hmm.
0: Trish is that bad, really?
2: We'll see.
1: She's
0: oh
2: boy. She, yeah. Yeah, All I right. mean she's
1: she's not bad.
2: I'll okay, she's at not least say like that, much. that bad. But it there's um
0: oh we'll yeah. s- we'll see. I'm I, I'm just an that's anime way watcher. down the line. <laughs> I'm just an anime watcher. So yeah. we'll see yeah. we'll see. Uh, um,
1: I I will say really quickly about JoJo's. So I think the anime's is bringing a lot of like nice uh energy yeah. that the manga I think didn't really have with that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least the manga, the fights felt really cluttered and, uh, hard to handle even by JoJo standards. And the anime is doing a really good job of, uh, translating those fights. So I'm pretty hopeful for the rest of the show, if nothing else.
2: Yeah, I am too. I, I will agree with that. I, I think a big problem with part five is I haven't read part five since it was like really bad translation. Oh, uh, yeah. I, this was like years and years ago. So it'd have been when like part one and two anime was airing. And it's just like, that anime, that reading that was so confusing and already I like understand a lot more. Like already I feel like it's a lot more easy to see what's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jojo. Jojo.
0: Jojo's.
1: How about that ending? Oh, fuck.
2: (laughs) I,
0: that fucking ending. I thought it was a little too stupid at first, but now that I, like, actually felt it. <sighs> Every
3: time I
1: close my eyes, my eyes
0: st- wake up, feeling so
3: horny.
1: Kind of horrifies me that uh we know that the EDs are based on uh, what Iraqi listened to at the time of writing these parts. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> think about that dude listening to uh, really horny <laughs> R&B. While Ryan chooses, oh, just I do.
2: Drawing Jorno and he's nodding his head while that's in his ear. Like God, it's like yeah, you know what? Yeah, Bruno. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Fucking Rocky. Well, yeah, that's why Bruno licks Jorno. He was just like he couldn't get it out of his head. Like, oh. <laughs> Jesus.
0: But yeah, now I'm just like looking forward. Like I'm. This <laughs> is so fucked up to say, but I'm like looking forward to characters dying now, just so it could be like no, and then just bow. <laughs>
2: When you close your eyes to the last time, you won't wake up feeling worse. Damn, that's uh, that's
3: that's the
0: saddest truth of all. You need to adjust.
2: Yeah, we're for all some just, it might
0: be a relief. Mm, damn, it's true. <laughs> Deep. That's gonna be the l- that's gonna be the last thing I think when I die. I'm, just, I'm like, finally, oh my god, no more. <laughs> Is that
1: the song you hear when you ascend to heaven? Yeah, absolutely, okay.
2: But it's like a, it's like a, uh, like a gospel remix. Fuck yeah!
0: Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so holy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the Kids' Bob
3: version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Whew. Um, Trixie, uh, you watched Gretzko. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that's a, that's an, a show from earlier this year. That was the Netflix, uh, show. Uh yeah. Did you watch the whole thing?
1: I, yeah, I watched the, uh, whole thing, and I started the, uh, well, I watched the Netflix thing, and I started the, uh, the one that's just a hundred shorts.
3: Yeah,
0: I, I watched some of the shorts, and I feel like the Netflix show does a way better job of it. I think they, like, mm. filed down the characters and really figured out what made them work. So mm-hmm. I would almost say to just—I mean, unless you really want more Aggretsuko content, which I I feel like you do. Which I do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if, if you just want to watch it, though, I definitely recommend the original version. But how did you feel about it?
1: Oh, I loved Aggretsuko. I love Sanrio. I, I love, uh, what the Agretico is about. It's, like, this really depressing, uh, comedic view on work, and just getting through the day, like, it's, it was bleaker, not bleak, like, not as, uh, upbeat as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. It's, I feel like that show might be a bit too on the nose, though, with, uh, Overly misogynistic and aggressively terrible boss. I but, I, mm-hmm.
0: I almost feel like these days it's almost not too on the nose. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's necessary.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know. it's it's not too on the nose anymore. But like, it still feels too hammered in when you're watching. I guess like blatant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I'm really surprised that Sanrio made a show like that, you know?
1: For
2: real. Hey, like, I mean, you, you remember that thing I was telling you about the Cinnamon movie, like, um, months look, ago or whatever? No, where it's no, Oh like, my god. I,
0: I, I know that they do some wild shit, but, like, the fact that they made this show about, like, how awful corporate, uh, the corporate lifestyle yeah. is, and, like, misogyny, and the, um, how a lot of women are carded, or have to choose between work or being a wife in japan like that's that's a lot of really heavy topics that they handle with you know with comedy and also with like a really good seriousness that is relatable even to someone who's relatable to someone who's in america it's it's really great
2: i i think like with sanrio stuff it's so much in especially in japan uh Mm -hmm. so many people uh are like, oh, yeah, I had Sanrio stuff growing up or whatever. And a lot of the times you don't grow out of that. Like, I mean, I still love cinnamon. Fucking love cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, it's just them taking a part of that, a part of their life that was a part of them and just working it to be with the now mm-hmm. of them. And I really like that about it. It's really nice that stuff like that can get made. I'm excited to see what else Sanrio makes <laughs> because... Uh, that's very promising they should make a cinnamon anime hello Hell yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: um i i yeah i watched the shorts for agretsuko um when they first came out and i was kind of bummed out by them because they have like trans jokes pretty early on uh <laughs>
0: yeah i remember that that was a that was a real bummer but yeah the, and that like the netflix show doesn't have any of that
2: yeah i know yeah so i i watched like half of the netflix show and really enjoyed it just haven't gotten back to it um I'm glad that they made that Netflix show, because I remember when I first watched the shorts and seeing that stuff, I was, like, pretty bummed. But it, I'm glad they made something really good out of that.
1: Yeah. Uh I was. I I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that has a second season. I guess I kind of worry how much material they could possibly have at this point, because uh-huh. Aggressico, like, in its ten episodes, it feels very well developed and explored. So I can't imagine, like, how much longer they could go on for, but I, I mean, I'm still going to watch it, because I am in love with Aggretsuko, so.
0: Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, and, uh, let's see here. Um, I'll talk real quick about, uh, the Pokemon anime. I'm going to do my Pokemon (laughs) check-in. Um... This last episode was fucking crazy. Uh, it was really, really good. Uh, I mean, you know, there were a few episodes, but the last episode was probably the one that I enjoyed the most. Uh, the Pokemon school put on a play, and, uh, Rotom just wrote, like, a pretty basic, like, oh, uh, we're we're gonna have everyone just play one of the legendary Pokemon, except for Lily, who's gonna play the hero. And it was cute. But then, right near the end of it, uh... When, when like they're all playing the legendary Pokemon, but they don't have um they don't have Lunala. But Jessie shows up as Lunala, and she just wants to be in the play because <laughs> she's just like, I'm an <laughs> actress. I need to be in this.
2: That, that's pretty good. And
0: they're like, and everyone's everyone in the play is like, what the fuck is happening? She's not supposed to be here. And so Rotom just starts writing more of the play, and he just keeps writing more and more and more, <laughs> and it just keeps going. It's so fucking funny. And there's a bunch of really cute references. Like the one that a lot of people flipped out about was there's just like a quick shot of Lily and Mallow dressed up as uh, Utina and Anthy, which is oh a my really gosh. cute reference. Hell yeah. Um, and, uh, but there's also another scene where Jesse's like talking about how she's like a great actress and they show, uh, Jesse dressed up as pretty much all of her voice actresses, different, uh, um, different characters that she did in the past. And, like, right at the end, they show her, like, dressed like dressed up as, uh... Fuck, what's her name? Um, mm. Lena Inverse from Slayers, because they're the same voice actress. God. And it was just, like, really cute. Oh
1: my gosh. And
0: it's all just stuff like that. It's a really cute episode. I think, even if you're not, like, super caught up on Pokemon, I think you should just seek that episode out. Um, but there's another episode right before it that was also really good. <laughs> that was about, um... Professor Kikui, who is also um, Royal Mask who's just like the mask wrestler and he has to figure out how to juggle uh, his wife because she doesn't know that he's the Ma- R- Masked Royal but she has a huge crush on the Master Royal <laughs> So she's like, she's like, oh, I want to go meet him at this special event, and he's like, oh fuck, how I'm gonna do this? Because I, I, I want to do it for her. I want to shake her hand. I want to meet her. I want her to meet her her celebrity crush. But she also wants me to be there with her because <laughs> she's nervous to meet him. So he like asks his dorky friend to dress up as the royal mask, but he gets knocked out halfway through. So. <laughs> Uh it's uh it's Faba and James are huge fans of Royal Masks. So they go behind the scenes and they're like we got to save this. So Faba dresses up with the Royal Mask and he's like even more of a dork looking than than uh the other guy was and it's just it's super funny. It's super fucking funny. The show is really good. I think I think when it's the main story arc, it's pretty boring, but I think all the side episodes where it's just everyone messing around and you don't have to worry about, oh, here's five episodes of them like trying to fight this legendary Pokemon. Like those aren't like bad, bad, but it's like, alright, yeah, okay, it's Pokemon battles, whatever. But when it's just everyone hanging out, like I just love those characters and I love seeing them interact and it's funny. It's a really funny show. It's my Pokemon check-in,
2: I guess. I'm glad that you're enjoying I'm glad that this Pokemon season is so good considering how bad it's been for a good while.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, all the sun I, I would still really recommend the Sun and Moon show in general. I think it's I think it's worth watching. It's fun.
2: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> would you like to talk about uh Miss Vampire who lives in
2: my neighborhood? Yeah, okay. This is the vampire Yuri comedy question mark Ooh. anime. Um just about these like these this girl is wandering through the woods trying to find urban legends or whatever, and then this little vampire girl comes out and goes, Hey, mm-hmm. d- do you want me to take you home? And she's like, No, I want to find this cool house or whatever. So the vampire goes, Oh, that's my house. I'm a vampire. What's up? <laughs> and it, it's just like basically the girl then like just decides to move in with the vampire. And I love this vampire because she like, she sleeps in a coffin with a Daki <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh.
2: She, like, is constantly, like, browsing the internet and reviewing anime and stuff like that and buying blood online and stuff like that. It's really, it's really just, like, jokes about vampires. Like, the entire show, but also it's just like, oh, these girls love each other, isn't it great? And I love it. I eat it up. It's a pretty basic show, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah,
1: it sounds (laughs) super cute.
2: It's super cute. It's the, the art style is very like cutesy and it's just very innocent jokes like all the time. Like mm-hmm. that. There hasn't been anything that made me go like, Oh no, or something like that. Like it's just very innocent.
1: Yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's Miss Vampire lives in my neighborhood. Uh, if you like vampires, it's great. If you like Yuri, pretty good. It is on the right. younger side of Yuri because they're like at the the first year of high school or something,
1: but. It's still very good. I enjoy it.
0: Okay. So you say that you rewatched
1: Kill a Kill. Still in the process of rewatching, yeah.
0: Yeah. You can briefly discuss that, I guess, because I don't want to. Um, yeah. You no, know, I don't want to linger I, too much on that.
1: I would assume that most people by this point have watched Kill a Kill if they wanted to. Yeah. It's. I want to see if it's like still a show that holds up for me. Uh, Concerning, I haven't watched it since it first came out. I I've been really. Liking, and still, uh, I still feel like the show kind of gets fucked up and ruined when Ragyo, uh, becomes a major character. Absolutely, yep. Uh, up until, up until that point, though, I, I'm still fine with it, even with all the fan service, I guess. Ryoko's still good, Mako's still good, uh, Nanon's still great. That whole cast is, aside from Ragyo, pretty good.
2: Yeah, um... So I I rewatched it like last year. Yeah. I wish that show was the first half the entire time because then it would be recommendable to anyone. I feel like the first half has a lot of problems still. I Ugh. I think one of the worst things in Kill the Kill still is the opening episode. Yeah. Is so bizarre because Senketsu asks completely differently from how he acts in the rest of the series in like a really bad way.
1: In a really jarring, like obvious way too. Like yeah, when you. It's probably not, like, that obvious when you first, like, watch the show, but, like, when you see how he acts in episode one compared to the rest, in hindsight, it's like, why did they write him like that? Yeah, it's completely baffling, because he takes on, like, a very creepy, gross, like... It just sounds like, he sounds flat-out rapey in that first episode. Yeah
2: absolutely and it's like gross and it's so bizarre because the rest of the time he's very protective and nice and like just like th- he's like a father figure almost to an extent like
1: yeah i i it's guess so
2: bizarre i guess
1: trigger just wanted to make really uh bad jokes and because <laughs> <laughs> me shock yeah uh i mean i guess i don't have as much of a problem with the fan service now as i used to if only because like it's so comically extreme. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen like way worse examples of like fan service that isn't like bizarre over the top shit in anime we now. Watch Monogatari. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I would rather take the fan service and kill a kill over like fucking Araragi and Mayoi, uh, hijinks. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I I think it helps that there's none like, oh, look at the kids and stuff like that in kill a kill um, at the very least. But uh, I I'm hoping that like they're making that game right and that game's like called If and it seems to just be like, what if it's just Ryuko and Satsuki fighting the entire time? And I'm like, please give me that. Also, don't say they're sisters.
0: From what they said, uh, Satsuki's the main character. Oh, word! I yeah. mean,
1: I am one thousand percent down with the...
2: But it's going
0: to be yeah. A they shi- just it- need
1: to cut someone out.
0: It's going to be a shitty arcade. Game. I
2: don't care. They <laughs> just need yeah. to give me a bunch of art. I just that's all I want. I just want to go on Twitter and then there's five thousand pictures of Ryuko again.
1: And oh I'm yeah, like there's going to be a fan art of resurgence, huh? <sighs>
2: yeah. Y'all have fun now.
1: <laughs> Listen,
2: I, just, I really wish Ragyo didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, it's so bizarre to me how quickly they ruined that show. Yeah.
1: Uh, like, she shows up in an early episode, and it's like, okay, yeah, she, she's going to be a big villain. Let's see what they'll do with her. And then, like, her first, like, full appearance, I guess, is uh, still in the first half of the show, uh, where Satsuki- Satsukiya goes to uh, Revox to talk with raggio and uh she's is just feeling up her and yeah her uh, mm-hmm. it's fucking what god yeah it's awful i think that was the moment where i realized that the show wasn't going to be as great as i wanted it to be yep that's the
2: kill a kill motto right there yeah <laughs>
1: it's not as great as you want it to uh, be. it's still i as uh, my final thing on kill a kill it's still just as gay as i remembered it probably even more oh, gay than i remembered yes. it Hell yeah, it is! Mako and Ryuko. I'm surprised at how gay this show is, actually. Like, I I know nothing's, like, said outright, and whatever, it's just, like, a bunch of subtext, but it's, like, a fucking <laughs> lot of subtext.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of subtext, like, not on in and, uh, yeah, yeah, especially, like, I mean, even you get to the ending and it does get blatant. I mean, like, Mako asked Ryuko out on a date, Yeah. like... Twitter was a really good day that day
0: because of all the people trying to be like it was a platonic date. Haven't you it's ever? It's a
2: friend date.
0: Haven't you ever asked a friend out on a movie date? It's like they oh still God.
2: say that. Anytime someone posts Mako and Ryuko like romance art on the Kill a Kill subreddit, hell of a place to be by the way. Just <laughs> letting you know in advance. Yeah, I bet. Uh, all the comments are just. <sighs> tired of everyone saying they're going on a date or something it's just for friends friends say that all the time (laughs) like what is this what friends do you have
3: (laughs) yeah
0: man i can barely say do you want to go out with my friends because i'm just like "Uh, i don't know how to have friends
2: (laughs) well you clearly you just ask them out on dates that's what you got to do i guess yeah
0: see me like hey um we fucking or what? And then it's, they're just like, "Wait, what?" And it's like, I mean, just
2: friends. It's
0: okay. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, platonically. It's okay, whatever. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diss on people who fuck casually. I'm just making a humor. All right. Uh huh. I'm sorry. Okay. Jeez, <laughs> right, I am, I'm being extremely problematic this episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't believe it. I'm being a very bad ally today. This is uh, That's going to be the episode title. It's just John's a bad ally, I guess. Is that what we're going to do this week?
2: Yeah. (laughs) First you came for us, and then you came for the people who love casual sex. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Who's who's left? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, John. What's your next target? (laughs) You've already gone everyone. Oh, no. That's true. Anime Twitter isn't either of those groups. I mean, anime Twitter
0: is uh, basically just, like, it's either racist or the gays, so fucking... It's
2: so true, yeah, that's true.
0: Alright, uh, yeah, oh boy, well, we're, we're, we're getting through it, we're getting through it, we're getting through it. Um, uh, Rose, do you want to tell us about... <laughs> Rose, do you want to talk about the space, <laughs> the space, uh, space fishing anime?
2: Yes, so how many did you watch, John? Did you just watch One. One. Okay. One felt like a million, right? Like, it felt like so much shit. (laughs) Like, I was so. So. Can't remember what this anime's called. I don't either. I don't fucking care. It's just. Uh, I'll look it up, but. So. It's.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. I just. I just. I just need to say what it is. Please.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: It's a show where. (laughs) the, The plot is. All the fish on Earth have gone extinct for some reason. <laughs> Nothing else has happened. Like it's not. It's like they're not trying to be like, oh, climate change is doing something. Like it's not like there's flooding or anything. It's just all the fish died for like no reason. But scientists, people still want to eat fish. So oh in- God, well, that's the reason. <laughs> so instead of I don't know, maybe scientists cloning the fish or something like that, they build. Like aquariums, basically in space, and then they send people up in rockets. In and then inside the rockets are little submarines, and then they go around and grab fish out of the water in
2: space. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's called Between the Sky and Sea. That's right. Um, the real thing is at the beginning they're explaining all the stuff john just said but then the last part oh, yeah. that really got me is that they go they've been doing this for 10 years and now they're letting women do it yeah like, uh, jesus
0: yeah they're, 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 they're like, like they're like government has finally passed uh, equal opportunity uh, yeah. things for women
1: <laughs> this
0: anime
2: sounds like- pretty woke It's so fucking—and then, like, the the, in the episode, like, the girls are, are, like, really bad at fishing. Also, like, when they go in the submarines, let me say, they have to open up a gotcha app on their phone, and then, like—
1: Download a god.
2: Yeah, download a god, and then they get special powers for their submarine to have anime fights with the fish.
1: I guess the gotcha thing makes sense, since it was based off of a uh, mobile game.
2: Yeah. Um, oh. it, <laughs> but, but like, the girls fuck up super hard because, like, the dudes are just, like, super aggressively misogynist, like, crazily so. Yeah. Like, there's this man who's just, like, sort of like, girls shouldn't fish. Girls shouldn't do anything. And these other guys, like, hey, give them a break. And then after that, the guy's like, hey, wanna set them up to fail? And the guy's like, sure. And it's like, what? <laughs> you okay. know, just, like, really want, like, girls to, like, really, uh, But at the end of the episode, the (laughs) girls really fuck up, because they don't know how to fish. Like,
0: I think one of them has some experience, but then the other two have The other two have
2: none. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so then the girls fail, and then the man literally, like, a man back at, like, space control, like, stands up and goes, like pats this woman on the shoulder who's in charge of all of the women fishers and goes like yeah great job out there for all the women fishers clearly you showed that women belong here <laughs> and like left and it was like what is this it's so <laughs>
0: bizarre like uh, like it's, uh, obviously uh, it's going to continue and the girls are going to get good at fishing and they're going to save the boys and yeah, the boys are going like, to have to like fuck it's <laughs> Like, it's just so bizarre that that is the plot <laughs> at all. Like- it's just
2: the opening. So, they don't explain why the fish are in space, I want to say. They just, like, are like, we build the orbs in space and then fish are there. And it was like, what? Like, okay. And then, like, they immediately follow that up with, and now ten years later, women get to Like, I was just, like, so blindsided by that being the plot. It was like... <sighs> real fucking anime and I'm gonna keep watching it. <laughs>
0: God. Um also the best thing is is it's set in Onomichi, so because I played Yakuza Six, all I could think about was <laughs> fucking Kiryu like showing up and just like like Kiryu walking in and just like turning to the boys and just being like, you know, you should be a lot nicer to girls. And just like <laughs> teaching the girls how to fish and stuff and just being oh, like, God. I'm like, you know. I'm teaching you how to do this, but I want you to know that you're perfectly capable of doing this on your own. Like just Kiryu oh just coming in and being super supportive, and just like I, I want to watch that. I want, and, and then I want I want
2: one of the oh. girls to turn a corner, and ono Michio-kun is just there posing. How much better would that like show be if like it starts off with just Kiryu walking down the street, and then the girls waving, and goes, "Hey, want to help me space fish?" Mm-hmm. And Kiryu's like, space fish.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I could just hear Kiryu's, hmm? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> yeah, Yakuza 7, we've got. It. Damn. There you go. The story uh, doesn't okay. need to end.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Kiryu went to the bottom of the ocean. The last place he has to go <laughs> is space. Like,
2: yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Holy that's a real shit. fucking anime, though. It's wild. For real. Like, it's fucking that's wild. That's insane anime. I am interested to watch it and see what happens, but it's so stupid.
0: Yeah, like, at the very least, watch the first episode, because it is very yeah, funny.
2: It's a trip and a half, like, for real. It's. Man. It's fucking wild. <laughs> <sighs> okay,
0: um. So another show that I watched, um. is Skull Faced Bookseller Honda San. Uh which um that show is just okay uh it's just uh it's an autobiographical story uh the the mangaka originally wrote it basically just talking about his days working at a um basically just a a a manga and um like comics based um bookstore so Mm -hmm. it's basically just a bunch of nerds going in there and he talks a lot about like foreign tourists coming in and trying to buy manga, and that's, like, most of the issues is that, like, oh, these people are fucking weird. Um, which, you know, yes, we are. (laughs) That's perfectly valid. Um, but I felt like the first episode just really knocked it out of the park, and then the next two episodes were just him, like, talking about oh boy, the publishers coming in and telling us that we have to stock these specific books is really annoying, and it's just like, yeah, that's kind of true, but okay. Because the first episode is, like, He's trying to help this old old dude, this, like, really attractive old dude, find a book for his daughter. And his daughter, like, asked him to buy a Jintama hentai book. And it's just, like, very funny because he's just freaking out because he's like, we don't have doujins here. He's, like, trying to have to tell him in English about that because he can barely speak English. And then, like, rest of the episode is him, like, trying to deal with Fujoshi because he's, like, they're fucking crazy. But you know what? I I respect them because they know what they like and they're proud of it and it's like it's kind of nice that he's just like yeah they're all going crazy about boys love but you know what they fucking love boys love they love something and I love that they love something and it's just like yeah you know I could really, you're right so it's that first episode's very funny but the second the second and third episodes were just kind of like oh boy it's really hard to deal with book selling and it's just like about, oh man, we have to stock these books. Oh no.
1: It does seem like a kinda cute show, like visually.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's a short show, so it's just it's it's a it's a bite-sized thing. It's a it's one of those eleven minute long shows. Um so yeah, like I'm not saying don't watch it, but definitely temper your expectations after that first episode. Like there's still funny bits, but there but a lot of it is just like him explaining how bookstores work. Um, like even at the beginning of the second episode, like he straight up says something along the lines of, yeah, after you watch that first episode, I bet maybe you thought that working at a bookstore would be really fun and it's not. So don't do it. <laughs> it's just like any other job. So temper your expectations,
2: <laughs> man. Someone went into making this anime with an agenda, huh? They had some life experience <laughs> that just went wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean, yeah, the, the, the mangaka specifically said like, yeah, I, I was a bookseller. And uh, like, because there's like a little bit at the end of it where he, where it's like the mangaka talking to the audience, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, here and here's my editor, and we talked about how it would be interesting to talk about my days as a bookseller, and that's why I made this manga." Yeah, you know, it's it's worth it. It's worth a watch. It's. The reason why it's the skull-faced bookseller is because everyone who works at the bookstore has a different, like, weird head. Like, the main character is a, has a skull. There's, uh, I think his, I think his manager is a lady in a knight's mask. Um, there's, like, a lady that wears, like, a kabuki mask. Uh, there's just a bunch of different masks and heads that all these characters have. And it's, it's, it's a cute visual flair, and the animation isn't really, like, advanced but the colors are cute and it's 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 cute it's okay it's nice it's got a really good opening too where it just goes like is do 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 b and do 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 it's like holy shit that's fucking tight but it's 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 okay it's okay
1: still sounds like a show to watch yeah it's all right it seems fluffy but a good kind of fluff
0: yeah trixie you watched a really good movie. Uh, The Night is Short Walk On Girl. Yeah. Talk about that.
1: I've never watched Atomic Galaxy, so that film is like my introduction to that s- world, so to speak. Uh, mm. that said, I still found it like fucking incredible.
0: It's such a good movie.
1: I was, yeah, I was heads over heels for m- most everything in that film, uh, pretty much. Uh, like, God. The problem is that I don't have much to say about it because I feel like a lot of it just like escapes me since I don't know Tatami Galaxy that well. I guess as its own thing though, like I would recommend it. It's super funny, uh, super cute at times. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the main girl is incredible. Just fucking downing f- like what, 50 million drinks in one mm-hmm. night. Leading a party across town, like, fuck yeah, that's my shit, you go girl. <laughs> uh, the senpai, uh, was alright, I guess. His, his, uh, his story wasn't as engaging to me, except for the auction scene in the middle of the movie, I think, which was fuck. That whole movie is so good, mm-hmm. I don't know where to even begin approaching it.
0: I almost I know this is kind of against the point of the podcast, but I almost just want to tell people to just just go watch it. Like, don't don't go too don't don't go too crazy into it. I think it's just a fantastic movie, and I think everyone should see it. I think yeah, it's, I think it's just a worthy watch for pretty much anyone. It's super super good. Um, the animation is fantastic. The music fantastic. The story oh, yeah. just every fucking little bit of that movie. It's really wild and out there, so it's very surreal. Definitely take that into account.
1: It is a Masaki Yu- Yuasa film, mm-hmm. which he is. Uh, he's done incredible shit, so. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Um, I went and saw it in theaters, and I was very happy that I did that. Because um, it had a short theater run near me. Um, the other movie that I went and saw of his in theaters was uh, y- Lou Over the Wall, which I wasn't too keen on. It was just okay. But. Night is short was fucking incredible. It was so good. Oh my god. I'm like, just you talking about it and uh, thinking about it now is just like, it's making me want to watch it again. I want to just get a bunch of friends together and watch it because it's so much
1: fun. It is a good film to watch as well because it definitely doesn't feel like it's an hour and a half. It goes by really quickly it in really a good does. way.
3: It mm-hmm. really
2: It's super good.
0: Rose,
1: have you so seen it? It's
3: so
2: good. Nope. No? Yeah. I haven't even seen Tatami Galaxy. Robin keeps yelling at me too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I well, like i I heard from a lot of people on Twitter that I should just be watching Tatami Galaxy since I love to walk on girl. hmm So that's probably what I'm gonna be doing for the next couple of weeks is just mm-hmm. digging into that show.
3: Okay.
0: So uh okay, we're we're running a little long. So yeah. um I'm just going to say, is, are there any other shows? There's one last show that we absolutely have to talk about. That's probably like the big show, but, um, well, it's the big show. Um, but is there anything else that you want to really quick mention? Uh, Rose, is there anything for you?
2: Uh, I think I covered enough. Like I just, fucking, we watched so much fucking anime. Cause again, the season started. I'm, I bet this will
1: go a lot faster
2: next
0: okay. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and then for the, uh, I guess,
0: uh, Trixie, is there anything real quick?
1: Real quick, Little Witch Academia. I watched that. uh, First half is great. Uh, The TV show is what I'm specifically referring to. Yeah. Uh, Second half uh, doesn't exist, as far as I'm concerned. Wow! Wow! That's my feelings on it. Damn. Yeah. It's. I I wish it was better. I wish I liked it more. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Movies are still great. I don't. I don't agree with you. but I can kind of see why like I I do think that the second half is a little weaker definitely but Mm, I I didn't think it was bad bad it was just like yeah you know I I kind of enjoy just hanging out with these characters more than like the actual like villain plot
1: I I think I'm only as disappointed in it as I am because it's one uh, 26 episode show instead of a season I really liked and a season I wasn't hot on uh, if it was like that, I don't think I'd be too, uh, upset about Little Witch mm-hmm. Academia how- turning out how it did. Uh, it's still a good show, though, so I still recommend people watch it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's talk about this last show here. Hell yeah. The, the surprise hit of the season, I would say. Zombie Zombieland yeah. Saga.
2: What a fucking show. It's so
0: good! <laughs>
1: So um, what is what is this show about? Because I have not seen it, but I've hear oh, people wow. just talk about how wild it is.
0: Uh so it is about it's the first episode that starts off with a girl getting hit by a car. Wow. Like that is just how it starts. And she wakes up in a mansion and she runs outside the mansion and she runs into a cop, starts freaking out, and ends up shooting her. And she wakes up from that, and she finds out, wait a minute, I know why he shot me, because I'm a zombie. And oh. so, she's in the mansion with all these other zombies, and she's the only one that's woken up. She's the only one in the first episode that is conscious, basically. She knows, she's she has her consciousness.
2: Yeah, um, the rest are all like, uh, zombie type stuff. Yeah,
0: And so... All of a sudden, th- this fucking proto-man Gajinka shows up.
2: <laughs> yeah, what is the fucking, um... Oh, what's his name? It's, uh, like... He's the voice of Okabe from Steins Gate, and he's doing the fucking voice from that. Is it Mamoru Mayano? Ah,
0: that sounds right. Uh, but... Yes, it is. He is just such a good fucking character. He just starts hollering <sighs> and screaming about how... Those girls are going to become idols. They're going to be the zombie <laughs> yeah. idols, and they're going to use their idol powers to save the prefecture of Saga that they are in. And that's just it. They're, they're zombie idols now. And it's incredibly stupid. Uh They sing metal in the first episode and then do a rap in the second episode, because in the <laughs> second episode, pretty much all the rest of them wake up except for one, the legendary Ty! And, um she's just a standard zombie and she just wants to she just wants to chew on shit and it's very cute but it's it's cute it's very 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 funny um well at least the first two episodes are i haven't seen the newest episode yet i haven't seen episode 4 but episode 3 was kind of a letdown because honestly it was a little too much like a standard idol show it was really mm-hmm. drama heavy instead of like all the humor that the other two episodes were so, that was a little bit of a bummer, but hopefully it picks up after that, because there were still funny scenes in there, like, pretty much any scene that the that the dude was in was still very funny, and there was still, like, one or two other scenes that made me laugh, but, you know, it's fine, it's fine, I'm gonna give it, a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the whole thing, because it's still, it's still really well animated, except for the part where it was in CG, because that was really bad. <laughs> um but overall i really really like the show. uh rose do you want to do you want to discuss it?
2: Yeah, so um i love that this is original content first of all mm-hmm. i should say. I love when there's anime that's just anime. Yes. and not like based off of among or something cuz a it means no one can fucking spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> and b it means like Anything could happen. (laughs) We don't know what the fuck's going to happen next week. Like, I don't know about episode four. Maybe it could still be about idle stuff. Maybe it could be about, like, they go under, they go to fucking space fishing. I don't know. Anything could happen. (laughs) Like, and I really like that. I like having a show like that where I don't know what's going to happen. I love the designs, especially of, um, the punk, the, the Boncho girl Mm -hmm. with the, uh, Varsity jacket. Uh yeah. She's great. She's cute. Yeah, um, I love all the all of them so far. It's like really funny mm-hmm. to have around. I love Ty. Like everyone, fucking t- like sh- she just does shit like eating a marker <laughs> and stuff like that. Like she'll just do the. <sighs> Fran Shushu. They named their group Fran Shushu. <laughs> it's because Ty's mumbling sounded like that. <laughs> Ty's going.
0: It's very good. Uh, They they have, like, a little mascot dog that in some scenes looks really cute, and in some scenes it's, like, this ferocious, scary monster, and it's named Romero, which is really good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just, I love the horrible main man. He's just like, what is he doing at any given point? I hate, I like, I love, like, you You said the third episode was let down. I was like, fine with it. But my favorite part, is absolutely at the end when he says, like, he just appears when a cop comes and goes, hey, why are you guys doing idling stuff outside? And he just goes...
3: Go, 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 go! <laughs> get the fuck out of here.
2: Gotta go. And just like running and he's slamming everyone in the car and crashing the car into everything. <laughs> and it was just like, what is going on? No,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like every scene that he's in, it's still great. Like don't yeah, get me wrong. it's great. It's still good. It's it's definitely um, the highlight of the season for me. And I feel, I'd agree I feel like yeah. a lot of people are agreeing. It's it's a very, very good show.
2: It's very it's so funny. fresh Mm-hmm I didn't know what to expect when I first watched it. I was kind of like, eh, on the first episode, honestly. Like, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw the second episode, and I was like, oh, this is great. I love the second episode a lot. The rapping and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just fun.
0: Yeah, like, I, I feel like I feel like it was really smart of them to wake all the girls up on the second episode. Like, I, I was pretty worried that they were just going to do, like, one at a time. Which would have been pretty boring. But I'm glad that they did everything except for the one. Because I think it's fine to have the one girl who's still a zombie and is still just futzing around. That's funny. But I'm glad that the rest of the girls are all awake and all ready to go. It's a very, very
2: good show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited to see where it goes. Also,
0: they keep just, like, advertising the Saga Prefecture in all the, like, little interstitials by just, like, being like, ah, or onions. Onions are grown in Saga. Like...
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love the onions. Onions. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so all the good. all the eye catches in between are great. I love them. Tomato.
0: <sighs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> all
0: right. Well, that was a lot of anime.
2: <laughs> that sure was yeah. a yeah. lot of
0: it. Um we'll we'll have a lot less to talk about next time. Yeah, uh,
1: especially if it's going to be like bi-weekly.
0: Yeah, I guess we could just go ahead and say that. Um, we are going to change how we're doing this. Um, we thought about it and we felt like every month was a little too much. So we're going to bring more content to you all. Uh, this is going to be a bi-weekly show now, which means that the the first month of the, uh, the, the first week of the month will have it be exclusive to patrons. Then the second week will be when we make it free. Then the third week is another episode exclusive to patrons and then free on the fourth week. So, you may ask, what does that mean for the anime that we subs- that we tell you to watch? Well, we're going to make you we're going to give you the full month. So, we'll talk about the anime in the first week and you'll have the whole month to watch it. So, you'll still get that second episode every month. But don't worry, in that in that first episode, we uh or in that second episode we won't talk about the anime. We won't make you rush. You don't have to you don't have to do it in two weeks. It's fine. We're gonna give you the full month. But we'll talk about animes that we watched and answer questions every two weeks. So there you go. Yeah, th- that's more for you, and uh more more bang for your buck too, uh patrons. Yeah. So there you go. Just just a dollar on patreon.com slash vgcc. That is patreon.com slash VGCC, and you get the podcast a whole week early. There you go.
2: Hell and yeah. if you have any other recommendations for what you want to see on the show, feel free to send them our way. Absolutely. Uh, we'd love to do a bunch of bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and if you have any questions about the shows that we're watching— Or commentary. Yeah. Uh, feel free to yes. send that in as well
0: absolutely which uh you right now i'm just going to say that we should still just have people send it into slash ask that slash videogameschuchu.tumblr.com/ask uh, i'll look into maybe getting an email or something but for now just send it to the tumblr it's pretty easy um and we're going to answer some questions right now how about that hell yeah all right our first question comes in from tumblr user this is the first question of our podcast everyone here we go. First question. Ooh, All right. Hell yeah. It's from Tumble user Skull Specter who asks, how do you feel about slow burn series? I've tried to get my friends into log horizon half a dozen times, but the problem with it is that it takes about eight or nine episodes to get its hooks into you. And the episodes leading up to it are rife with one of the main characters milking a gag about liking women's panties a lot. Do you think mm-hmm. it's worth trudging through a weak act one if acts two and three are great? Or would you rather bounce and cut your losses?
2: So, I end up loving those series. That's most of the series I like. You want to talk about a, a great anime like this, uh, Monogatari? Yeah. Uh, especially Monogatari, uh, series two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to trudge through the fucking hellscape of Nisei Monogatari to get it. And that sucks. And I wish that shows didn't have to be like that. Like, uh, while I end up loving those shows a lot of the time, because they spend a lot of time on characterization and stuff, a lot of the time they just have a lot of unnecessary stuff. And I just end up wishing that they could skip through that stuff, especially when they're making adaptations of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you almost wish, like, they would cut the bullshit, kind of. Like, Hunter x Hunter is a good example where I think Hunter Hunter has a lot of stuff in the Chimera Ant arc, you know, the arc that's like 70 episodes long or whatever. Mm. Uh that is just completely unnecessary and it's really hard to recommend people because it's like, yeah, you'll really this is amazing. This is some of the best stuff I've ever seen. You have to sit through 70 episodes. Like that's that's a tough sell and it,
1: it shouldn't have to be like yeah, that. Not everyone, I think. Yeah, not everyone's going to be like the I I I'm fine with slow burn shows. I just think that they should start off strong as well uh yeah i think for me a good example of this is a uh, legends of the legend of the galactic heroes which i am finding phenomenal it's absolutely like one of the slowest burns ever but it still starts out like strong like mm-hmm. i think that's what a slow burn anime should uh have is at least a decent act one
0: yeah, I'm. I'm definitely of the type where, like, I absolutely understand why people would drop out of stuff like that. But, you know, I am, I am actually one of those people. Usually, um, I feel like if it doesn't really grab me, I'm just gonna skip out. Um, you know, like I was gonna do the the Grid Man. You know, like that first episode was kind of boring, so I was just like, ah, I have other things that I gotta watch. I have other things to, to devote my time to. So it's not my job. You know, it's not your job to do things that you're supposed to enjoy. So, you know, don't devote yourself to something that you don't 100% enjoy. But also, if something really does get better, then I think you should you should give it a shot sometimes, you know? It's it's fine. Yeah. Let's see here. Ooh, okay. We got a question from our good friend from the Chooch podcast, uh, Shoeless. Shoeless sent in a question and asked, Why is Nishijou the perfect anime?
2: Um, Nishijo is the perfect anime because it has it all. It has cute girls, great art style,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's funny as hell,
1: really good music,
2: great music. God, both of those openings.
3: Whew.
1: All the endings.
2: All the ending. Yeah. Oh man. Haka <laughs> God. Nano Sakamoto. They're they're all so good. Like. Fuck. Every character. can you name a bad character on that show? You can't. Nope. No. Damn. How often can you say that?
1: No. Never. I guess not. Except for Joe. Exactly right. It's it's, it's an incredible good.
0: Right. And you know what? It's because Keishi Owari is so good. And uh I'm going to V-O? I almost forgot. I got some manga recently and let me tell you, I got the third volume of City, uh his Hell new yeah. manga. Mm-hmm. It's just as good as Joe. It really oh, I'm is. I'm so glad wow. to hear that. I'm
2: so glad to hear that. Yeah.
0: Everyone should be reading City. If you like Joe, you need to be reading that shit. It is so fucking funny. It is incredible. It is he still just got as good. it. He definitely still has it. It's so good. Um. But yeah. Definitely check that out. Uh anonymous, An anonymous humble user has asked, "What happens every time you close your eyes?
2: <laughs> Feeling so holy." Yeah, so I guess <laughs> the, the, now the,
0: the choices are that you you could be feeling so horny, or perhaps um anytime I need to see, anytime I need to see your face, I just close my eyes and I'm taken to a place where your crystal minds, magenta feet, Take my shelter in the base of my mind. Just so like a chicken cherry cola, you know that kind of is closing your eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Man, that was playing in the grocery store the other day, and I was like,
1: oh, chicken cherry cola. It's such a good song. But what happens when you close your eyes? <laughs> I mean, you sleep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I tried desperately to sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, a couple of nights ago, I posted about this on Twitter, but I had a dream where the AVGN came over to my apartment. Like, not James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd, yeah. came over to my apartment. Mm-hmm. And we were just hanging out and playing games, and all of a sudden, like, we heard something happening outside, and we went outside and the rapture was happening. Nice. Like people were just like disappearing and everyone just kind of was like, "Oh yeah, I guess the rapture's happening." Nobody was like scared or anything. They were just <laughs> like, "Yeah, I guess that's what's happening."
3: God. And, well, how
2: could you be scared when you were with I
3: mean, him? yeah, of
0: course. I was just hanging out with him, but like nobody was like, "Oh man, I'm not like nobody was like worried that they weren't going to going to heaven or anything. Like people were just a very <laughs> people were very slowly going there, I guess. Like they, it was just kind of like a and they were just gone. Um and I so I guess everyone was just kind of hanging out and talking to the AVGN while they were waiting to be raptured. It was it was really weird. And then I woke up.
1: <laughs> did AVGN get raptured in your dream.
0: I mean, he didn't when I was there. I don't I don't know if he did or not, <laughs> but you know, maybe he did. Maybe me waking up was me getting raptured in the dream. So Oh I don't fuck, know. dude. I don't know. I mean, I hope he did cuz he's he's got to be up in heaven getting pissed at video games. Yeah. He's gonna be sitting there like, Ass! I'm not, I'm not pure enough to go to heaven! Fuck!
2: God bless. This is like a diarrhea dump on my soul. (laughs) Spot on. Damn,
0: I should've prayed more!
2: (laughs) Maybe we should've bought the strategy guide for this stupid fucking coil. (laughs) It's (laughs) coin. God.
0: All right. Um, Okay, let's see. Another anonymous user asked, What are your favorite anime OP and EDs of this season and of all time?
3: Hmm. This season?
0: Um, Well, I think I could could answer my of all time questions pretty easily. Um, Yeah. You know, like uh, Evangelions is definitely up there for both opening and ending. I mean, you know, that's an easy one. Um, Nisha Joe, obviously, for both of those. Um uh Girls Last Tour, definitely, definitely, definitely oh, hell yeah.
2: that ending.
0: And like... of course, you and I both know that I gotta drop it. Both the opening and ending for fucking Kill Me Baby, you know it's
2: uh-huh.
3: up. <laughs> 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 and the
0: opening, though. The fucking shitty-ass yeah. opening that I... L- <laughs> <laughs> I remember that there was a bit when I first started watching Comey Baby where I would reblog the opening every night, and every night I would just oh tag God. it as, I'm punishing Don't my I? followers. Just... <laughs> 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 um,
1: mm. hmm. I... I will, uh, say that Girls Last Tour has amazing opening and endings. So absolutely. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I am really, really, uh, in love with Paranoia Agents openings and Ooh, endings. Yes, like, yes, yes. That was m- my first, like, favorite anime of all time. And s- hearing that opening, like, hearing that for the first time is still, like, etched into my mind. Cause I've never heard an opening like that before or since. Especially with like the weird ass visuals of all the characters laughing in front of these apocalyptic, uh, fucked up hells. Fuck, Paranoia is so good.
0: It's a very good show.
1: Yeah. Bacchanos as well has amazing Mm -hmm. music. (laughs) That's that's gonna get stuck in my head all night now. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you brought it up. Yeah. That's on me.
2: Um. For the current season, I'm going to say that my favorites are, I really like, I don't actually know if it's the current season opening for it, but the Golden Kamui opening is done by the people who did the Log Horizon opening, and I really like it. Okay. Because <laughs> it's just Japanese uh, band singing in English, and I always love that mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, and I think it's really good. Uh, it's called like, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Man with a Mission, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Um, I love the Jojo opening.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: and then, like I said earlier, the slime open uh, ending is really good because the, the animation and stuff, and I think the song's cute mm-hmm. as well. Okay. All time. My favorite all time ending is the second ending to Gurren Lagan. Okay. Uh, Minna no peace, which is fucking phenomenal. taste. Especially with the animation. Uh, my favorite opening is I hmm so I, this is tough because there's a lot of good ones. I really like Hacking to the Gate from Science Gate. Uh on a more recent note, the ending to Steins Gate 0 or no, it is the opening end, uh to Steinsgate Gate 0 also has the line there is no god, <laughs> wonderful new world, which is the ending of the opening. <laughs> and it's like that because it just goes there is no god <laughs> every time. Um my favorite all-time openings, every single Monogatari opening. Yeah.
1: All of them. Shout out to mm-hmm. uh, Hanuman Monogatari's mm-hmm. openings and endings, oh. which are, mm. you
2: know. Yeah, Renai Circulation. There's, they they do a second one, John, that's like an inversion you get the fucked of Renai Circulation. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love it. It's like a creepypasta. It's I just, just like, stupid. eat it up. It's just like... <laughs> oh. But uh, the the last opening to Monogatari Series 2, which is my favorite part of the series uh, with Kaiki, where they have Senjo Gahara to sing the opening, and it's like a very retro anime opening style. Mm -hmm. And then, like, for the last two episodes, they have Kaiki's voice actor sing it. And he's just like... It's a duo uh, with Sandra uh, Cajara's uh, voice actress, which is yeah, like... It's
1: so good. And it, it sounds good, even with Kaiki's, like, tuneless singing as well. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's doing it so
2: tuneless, which owns, like, it's so fucking good with everything. Ah, uh, I love him. Same. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh we could go at this all day. Yeah. Log Horizon's opening is... Honestly, incredible. They didn't change it for 52 episodes for a fucking reason, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Database, database. It's um, so fucking good.
0: I think my answer for my... I, I don't really have a favorite ending this season, at least uh, right now, but I think my favorite opening is, has to be the Zombieland Saga one. Just, like, like it's so fucking stupid. Like, the music is okay, but just, like, seeing the the main dude, like, bouncing around with all the zombies in the schoolgirl uniforms, and then the girls, like, dressed up in Sentai gear for, like, no reason. It's super good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good.
2: I like how bombastic it is. Yeah, it's very fun. Oh, That made me think I really like the Samurai Flamenco opening. Yes, that is a good one, too. It's a really
0: good one. All right. Um, We have another uh, another friend of the show, I suppose. Uh, The Mighty Mighty Boston's sending in a question here. You're tasked with putting together an idol group made entirely of zombies a la Zombieland Saga. Who are you resurrecting to join, and what's the idol group called? So I guess we can just do whoever...
1: So, do do they have to be zombies? Like, are we killing the idols before and then making? I don't. I guess what he's asking.
0: I I guess they have to be dead already. Is the question? Like, who would we resurrect?
1: Hmm. Mm. I can't even think of dead idols, let alone. Well, hmm.
0: I, for us, I guess it would be pop stars. So mm. Just think about pop stars. Um, I mean, you know, I guess it would just be pretty simple to just be like Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury. I don't know, something like that. I think those those two are pretty easy picks, but also would be pretty good in a in a in a group that has to save.
1: All right, the town. I, <laughs> I was just I was just going to say love live, but zombies, and hope that was a sufficient answer.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's basically a zombie. I mean,
0: they're is. basically
2: dead at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where I was going with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who talks about love live? Nico anymore? found dead in Miami. <laughs> oh it. no. Can we just bring? I, can I say all the people who like got ended up getting kicked out of the anime industry for weed? Like the voice actress from "Fucking Kill Me, Baby." <laughs> like I can just like resurrect them to be an idol. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: that's what I want. Okay, so Freddie Mercury, the lady from "Kill Me, Baby." Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: Nico Yalasal. All-star
2: lineup. For the- Nico, yeah, Nico uh, Zombie
0: Yowisawa. Nico.
1: Okay. We have like three um, more slots. Mm. Ah.
2: Asuka from Evangelion. Okay, she's dead now too. Well, yes. Um, yeah, she is, yeah. I mean, you seen okay.
0: Oh, also, also, uh, it's it's not it's not
2: normal Freddie Mercury. It's Freddie from Cromarty High School. There you go. Yeah, it's from Cromarty yeah, High yeah, School. There, you yeah, go, there you go. Okay. Robo- Oh, Makazawa's not really alive, is he? Like, coming, what you, like,
0: what are you talking about? Why would you say that about Makazawa?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> he's he's hanging out with us. He's he's alive and kicking. Come on. What's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. <sighs> what a soothing voice he has, though. This mm. is why I wanted to him around. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: um, that's fine. Um, and, uh, the last two slots will be taken by, uh, the Red Scout, because I've been playing a lot of TF2. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and he dies all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, uh, their group will be called, uh, Midnight Bliss.
2: Solid. That's, you know what, yeah, sure. That sounds like an it's spell name I would make up. that's
0: the name of the move that uh, Dimitri in Darkstalkers does when he turns you into a girl and sucks your blood. I I don't know why that came to mind, but there you go.
1: It's fitting enough.
0: Yeah, sure, whatever. (laughs) Dimitri can be in it too. There you go. Dimitri from Darkstalkers. Uh, He's he's the
1: seventh member.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Even though there were only five before. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Okay. Um, An anonymous user has asked, if you had the power to make a relatively obscure series As big as the Fate series is now With all the gacha game money, cultural relevance And fan art that comes with it What series would it be? Kill me baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> They have a gacha for that Kill me baby <laughs> They have a. Uh... I guess I will just say that If uh, Girls Last Tour ever had a gacha game I would oh, uh, be a whale for that game Yeah <laughs> All five
2: characters so
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
2: That's See, that's how good it is. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, they'll they'll make a Summer Cheeto and Summer Yuri designs, and I'll <laughs> spend $1,000 trying to get both.
0: They'll just have, like, a different Cheeto and Yuri for, like, every day of the year, so there's 300
1: of them? Fuck yes. <laughs> Please. The, the,
0: the, the rare August 26th Cheeto.
3: <laughs> you
1: know
2: what? Let's go with fucking Hinamatsuri. Okay.
0: Yeah, I yeah. dig it.
2: All right. That'd be a pretty good one.
0: I just want Hinamats, I, I just want a Yakuza-ry skin as the Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah,
3: Nita, <laughs> That'd be yeah. so good.
0: Like, it wouldn't be exactly like actual Yakuza, because he is not obviously not Kiryu, but like just put him in those kinds of situations and see how he takes them. That's what Absolutely. I want. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Him and Hina, honestly. Like, just, just, like, it would be completely different from Kiryu and, uh, how he acts, but it would just be, it would be still fun. Harlequin Wheels has asked, to parallel a question I asked regarding video games a few weeks ago on the Choochcast, if an anime or visual novel ever made its way into the high school literature curriculum, what do you think it'd be? This might be a bit more likely to happen than games, actually, since I already had to watch and write an essay on Akira in my senior year. So... What what show or visual novel do you think would be good for a high school literature curriculum? Not not what you think, not what you would what you would think, but what would fit? I guess
2: Evangelion. Yeah, Ava's yeah. a really easy choice. Yeah, um, Cowboy Bebop's like really good for like I I don't like I hmm, I'd say that's for a film class more literature. Hmm.
0: Yeah, literature. That, that's kind of the hard part because I feel like a lot of, like a lot of just like really good anime would be good for a film course, but like a literature kind of class.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, my first thought was Sword Art Online because uh, like a lot of the literature. <laughs> what not
2: to do. <laughs> a lot of
1: the literature that I read in high school ended up just like being total trash garbage. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uninteresting. And I mean, if you're I guess if you're going to have uh, a light novel thing in your high school's literature club, might as well be Sword Art Online.
0: Yeah, hey, you know what? How about you make kids read uh, That Time I Got Incarnated into a Slime so you can teach someone to be nice
1: for a change? How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a better answer.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I don't, like, I'm like. i trying to think of some VNs. I re- Like, fucking, like, you want people, like, reading Umineko? I don't know about that one, guys. It'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. What's the other one? The uh, castle of oh, what is it? I can never remember. What you know called. what? Show what? Castle
0: of Cagliostro.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Lupin would probably uh-huh. be pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, how that would be a good way to show how literature can work outside of its source material, exactly, and stuff like Yeah, that. like mm-hmm. it, yeah, it can be enjoyable in its own. Yeah, night. for sure. Not fate. Not fate. <laughs> Not, no, what you don't you don't want to see how they recharge mana? I mean, could become an opportunity for another lesson. No, <laughs> Yeah,
0: sex ed and, not, and how not to do it. <laughs> God, <laughs> listen. If you ever want to have a healthy relationship with someone, do not call their vagina a clamshell. Okay. <laughs> don't talk about uh, talk Jesus. about
2: mollusks while you're fucking. All right, please. Yeah, instead fight a dragon, a CGI dragon. <laughs> 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 a- all right.
0: Um, all right, so here, we got, some, uh, we got some questions about Space Dandy here. So uh, the first one is from Robin, your girlfriend, Rose. Uh, and she asks, mm-hmm. this is a good question. Space Dandy is largely a throwback to when there were a lot of horny space adventure animes. Now that isekai, now that the isekai craze is starting to die down, Kadokawa is even refusing to start up a new isekai series. What overarching genre would you like to see anime gravitate towards? See, so yeah, that is true. Like the like late eighties, early nineties definitely had a lot of horny space adventures, like you know your dirty pears and your yeah that sort of thing. Um, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, absolutely. So. What do you think, what would you want to be the next hit, I guess?
2: So I have two. Mm -hmm. One, sword fighting, but it's not a harem anime. That's impossible to find. Okay. Let me tell you right now. Those are impossible to find right now, and I want more of them. Two, I really want more works that are like Magus Bride, where they have a focus on world building and character development by exploring trauma and stuff like that i really like when characters have like deep backstories that aren't so cookie cutter that have like a lot of facets to them and like how that impacts their day-to-day life it's not just fixed in an instant Mm -hmm. i really want more of that i want more like not quite realistic stories but like stories with more relatable characters uh because the problem with isekai stuff is they're the least relatable thing of all time.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're all just power um, fantasy, mostly male power. Yeah, fantasy. they're all just power
2: fantasies for men. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I would really like more just stuff that's makes me go like, oh yeah, this feels good. This reminds me of me. Everything's okay. <laughs> okay,
0: hmm. uh, Trixie, do you have a choice there?
1: I I think I just want more like uh, genuinely positive, upbeat stuff of any sort, really. I, yeah, I kind of feel like anime is getting a bit too, uh, depressing. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there was the incredible, like, feel-good show of the year, EuroCamp. I want more of that. Please, anime.
2: Mm -hmm. I hope they make an anime out of, uh, is it town that that you were just saying? City. city city god wow close enough city i hope they make that someday when the is like more fleshed out
0: yeah i was going to say
2: like just ensemble comedy
0: shows definitely i, I definitely oh, yeah. want so- something like that or comedies yes 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 and also ensemble just adventure shows like just watching a lot of loop on the third just made me be like man i would just love to see a group of characters get up to a bunch of different shenanigans and getting to know them through those shenanigans i i really like shows like that and, I mean, that's what Space Dandy is. Space Dandy's kind of both of those as well. So, you know, that's why I like Space Dandy as much as I do.
2: Yeah, and you know what? The, to add on to that, Space Dandy also, like, we mentioned it was Land Saga. More original stuff. hmm Like, totally. Like, the, every time I've, there's been an original series, I liked it. Like, I mean, you look at, like, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Space Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that stuff's really, really good. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with having source material, but, like, so much of the stuff is light novels. Mm-hmm. Recently, especially, that it's just like, I don't know, mm-hmm. take some pitches sometime that isn't <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, this is a book that sold a bunch. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And uh, our
0: other Space Dandy question is from a uh, fellow Chooch uh, contributor, Solon, who says, We appreciate Dandy because he's a simple-ass man with simple-ass pleasures. What character would you have as a pinup sprayed on the side of your spaceship?
2: Satsuki Kirwan. Fuck, that's good. Alternatively, Kaiki in the Hawaiian shirt.
1: Uh, that's even better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh. Uh, God. This is such a tough question.
0: I know what you all expect me to say, but... Yeah, John, what is that, huh? I'm gonna say Elizabeth from Persona 3. I think she would be cute.
2: Um, uh, oh, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think I would go with, uh, Jolene from uh, Judges. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that is pretty good. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she would she would make for a pretty intimidating uh, decal on the side of my spaceship.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't even have to be sexy. Like one side would be sexy, and the other side would just be her, like with her middle finger up or something.
1: Yeah. Oh man, good. you know that's a
2: compelling idea. Like I was thinking, like what if Shiki from Karneko Kyokai Like you get to you get to paint in the mystic eyes of death perception. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
0: God, I'm just thinking about that one card from Fate Go where it's like her with like the fucking like yogurt or whatever.
2: <laughs> I It's it's strawberry haagen and I may have bought some for the express purpose oh of...
0: Whenever I saw that, I would always just imagine her being like, get the fuck out of here, I'm playing Minecraft! <laughs> 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 All right, uh, we have one last question. And if you want to he- sound like any of these fine people on our podcast, on our anime podcast, feel free to send it to video game choo dot com slash ask and make it somehow apparent that it's about the anime podcast so we're not accidentally answering it on the Chooch podcast. You know, I'm I'm sure if you ask a question about an anime, it'll it'll be answered on the anime podcast. Uh and this is from Gregory Zero, who asks Do any of y'all like I idle anime? I get the feeling John would be a big fan.
1: Nice. Thanks for the on Greg.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah, thank you. I would, I
0: would like to, I would like to ask you a question, Greg. Why you got to do me like that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are you God. trying to say? Mm.
0: Uh, I get the feeling none of us really do.
1: <laughs> well, right? I mean, I, I like idle anime. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, okay. I, I, I am, I am, I love to love life. So I've been checking out other idol anime, uh, I am getting into Idolmaster, Master, Hardcore, uh, Pre Para. I Pre Care doesn't count, but it's it's spiritually idle to me.
2: Okay, man. You know that just reminded me of another anime I've been watching recently is Katsu. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's
1: an Idol anime. That's
2: pretty good. Mm. That's a pretty good show. Um, is good. but I've never been into Idol stuff. I really didn't like Love Live when it was happening. I mean, that you can look at. One of my girlfriends uh, is cra- was crazy into Love Live in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I was like, I hate this. I'm going to die. This is how I die.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I, I've i warmed up to it. I'm not like, oh, I hate this. Ugh. I'm just sort of like, eh, it's not really for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Bandory. Same. Fucking love Bandory. But that's like barely idols mm-hmm. is the thing. It's
1: like very similar in concept. Yeah. But- it, it's idol enough, I think.
2: Yeah, then I love idols. I love Bandori a lot,
1: so.
2: (laughs) is really good. I don't
0: like any idol stuff, so I guess you, uh, I'm, you know, I mean, like, I'm I'm mostly kidding about
2: what I said, but
0: yeah, I I don't care about any idol stuff at all, really. Uh, so, there you go. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I guess if you have any
3: recommendations...
0: I think Takane from Idolmaster is really cute. That's basically it. So there you go.
2: Hey, what about the one I showed you? She's great.
0: She's fine, but <sighs> Takane's more up my speed. Take that how you okay. will. Um anyway. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh
0: that will do it for this week's or yeah, this bi weeks show. I guess I'll say. <laughs> this out, that rolls right we off. still have I to know.
1: we still have to announce what the show's gonna be for everyone else to watch. Yes,
0: yes, I was about to do that. So in this month of November, for in the great tra- tradition of Thanksgiving, everyone out there uh we are going to give thanks to our anime ancestors by watching a show that uh Many of our contemporaries would have watched when they were in, like, fucking middle school or something. This is gonna be a real treat, folks. We're gonna watch season one of The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> we sure are. Hell yeah. Uh,
0: I haven't watched any of this. Uh, see? I watched some of
1: it, actually.
0: I think I might have watched a little bit of it when I was in middle school, but, like,. It was pretty old even when I was trying to watch it, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but we're just going to watch the first season. We're not watching The Endless 8. We're not fucking crazy here, all right? <laughs> <sighs> Ugh, that would have been a good idea, though. <laughs> Mate, look, April Fool's is only a few months away, folks. <laughs> God,
1: I watched The Endless 8 when that was happening. Uh It was wild. Anime was wild back then. Just the
0: wild west um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna take a step back in the past really hard and watch that so yeah
1: to watch
2: the anime that sucks ass <laughs> no i'm sorry oh. I'm just, I'm, i don't we'll actually find out. Mean that. We'll, find we'll,
0: we'll find out if it sucks ass. i
2: anymore. really don't mean it i promise <laughs> we'll find out if it sucks ass
0: uh so you have all of november to watch that and we will be back in two weeks with another episode of Kitari unlimited Train Works. Thanks so much for listening.
3: Good night.